Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. I went to a that was a random one. I didn't even know what songs they were. I thought I had Joe Chiazaki on there. That was 79. <laughs> <laughs> that was random. <laughs> when anything ends in a nine, I'm always like 59. <laughs> hey, and you're right, sir. I believe you are drunk. Welcome back uh, to another episode, as Ryan stated. <laughs> 179 of WrestleCast Radio. Of course, it's in the upper 180s, dude. All the drafts and specials and awards shows that we've had. We're nearing and gearing up to 200. But, Ryan, what has been the biggest, I would say, kind of 
Wow, I'm getting a lot of notifications on my computer. It's really annoying. I apologize. No, what's the <laughs> biggest thing? Not not a, a epiphany, but I'm trying to think of the word. What's anyways? The biggest thing that might affect your life could it be the new Lady Gaga Oreos, drunk Tom Brady? From, of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a Super Bowl Oceanic Get Down, Getting Lit Party. <laughs> or Sonata, hopefully, out of this damn main event, event picture. Or option number seven, the new Noah logo. What will change yours and the audience's life, Ryan? Well, I'm, I'm watching Abushi Sonata right now, and I'm like... I don't. I'm not into it at all, really. So I will say, when it was over, I was like, "Oh, it's over." It was the quickest Sonata match I've seen in a long, long time. That <laughs> and it goes weird. 28 minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I I guess I couldn't care less if Sonata's in the title picture. Like, I'm excited to what they're gonna do next. Um. But you know we can get into that when we review these sho- these shoe uh, shows shoes. I will say the shoe shows. Abushi threw a, the the round kick before the moon salt, and Sonata didn't even like really sell it. He just kind of fell over. It was like, Ugh. yeah. Oh, did you see the TKO spot? Because that will make you cringe. <laughs> no, I don't think it's happened yet. Um, yeah, you. Uh, I apologize, uh, ladies and gentlemen. When you find out the description, I I will do better. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I was like, I, I hope he realizes what I'm gonna, how, how jack shit bad this description's gonna be. We're <laughs> live talking. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, Thank I, said, I wrote live, didn't I? But live, you got all caps. You got to like, yeah, oh. we're live. Like, like uh, Bruce Buffer. It's time. <laughs> oh, totally. I, I'm, uh, I'm doing uh, way too many caps, though. <laughs> yeah, you're way tighter at these. We should just, like, this should just be a rule that we shouldn't assume that I'm going to do it. Let's just assume you're going to do it so, like, people can go, oh, oh there's, I, there's links and there's things they can go to. And I'm just like, we're going to talk about these four shows and then preview this one. Thanks. Now, nine designs. <laughs> no, it, it, it literally takes me a minimum of like a half hour to do these descriptions. Because, you know, really? man, I like to use, you know, fun words and descriptions. And then usually I'm like watching or listening to like two or three different things. So I'm like, oh, so I'll stop. I mean, the last time I was like, all right, 15 minutes and that's it. And okay. that was the last show or 178. I think there. it's tight. I think, yeah, I, I think you bring better presentation. To this uh, to this show that uh, I do with that, leave, leave me to talk about Gato Move and Choco Pro, and I'll leave you to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my god! My That's intro awesome. is the equivalent of you thinking Choco Pro was like a forty-year-old wrestler. <laughs> it's not. I'm pretty sure I saw that guy in a match at the Dragon Gate show um, at uh, Kurukin. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw him. God, what match was that? Uh, damn it, what's his name? The uh, the Akuta match where the Genki's partner. I'm pretty sure that's that's Chuko Pro or Buko <laughs> Pro, whatever you just said. Who's it? 
Kenishiro Arai. Kenishiro sure Arai? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's Buku Pro. <laughs> Choco Pro. <laughs> Choco Pro, there we go. I guess he could be Boku Pro and be with uh be part of Team Boku. Hey, I'm all about that. I oh my god, that kick by Ultimo. Take that. <laughs> Man, Take so did that, you uh, Bokumo. did you watch the whole Dragon Gate? I did, yes. Hell yeah. Watch. How flipping great was that for was that eight man? Oh, it was wonderful. My god. What was great is like it ended. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm just like, okay. So I rewound it. And then I was like, because, you know, again, I was kind of like watching, you know, and, and writing down some stuff. And I was like, you know what? I got to watch Masquerade as as a unit. I can't say faction on Dragon Gate, which is awesome. Um, the unit. I love the presentation still. It's, it's not as hooky when they're all on the stage, per se. But... I love the how they were all in the ring. They all unmasked, yada, yada. But the big thing for me, and you've been talking about it, you know, since you've watched a little more, Australia, yeah. give that man a rookie of the year, most improved. I, I don't know this guy's story. I know he's fresh, but wow, this could be the SB Kento, the hip hop Kakuda, <laughs> and all the same company. Of uh, 2021, this guy was going toe-to-toe, head-scissor-to-head-scissor on Diamante, and the size difference was astounding to see. But Estrella, man, he was getting knocked down throughout that match through R.E.D., but he was also knocking out some dudes, doing some 619-esque type of action as well. But the big news out of that, of course, was uh, Kickboy himself, Ashida going toe-to-toe with Shun Skywalker. Man, yeah. Lost straight. I mean, that dude... Oh, God. Let's see. I, I don't... I think he made his debut in... Uh, God, I'm trying, I'm trying to get the exact date. He made his debut essentially at the end of December. Okay. So he's only... He's probably had maybe like 15 matches in his life. That's it, because he's a part of the 2020 class, right? Yeah, yeah. It is. It is debut match. Here we go. Let me let me see if I can find out the exact one. Quick to see spoiler. Um, there's the, there's that run. Yeah, his debut match was like December 14th. Wow. Well, yeah, we get, sorry. I'm trying to beef up this this description here, but that's no, okay. But I mean, think about that shit, like. This dude's this dude's had like fifteen matches, and that's how good he came out of their like Dragon Gate system. Oh my god, yeah, he again just blew me. I, I mean, everyone, like you said, it was a banger of an eight man. Where it was a lot shorter than what I was expecting, but if Australia's rocking this Mysterio flow, I can't be mad. And then I also question myself. Have I been wrong about Rey Mysterio this whole time? <laughs> well, no, WWE Rey Mysterio. Don't get me wrong. I love the ish out of him, as did everyone in WCW. Didn't see him mm. live in ECW. But, yeah, that, that first hour of Nitro, man, that was something I watched every week because of the Cruisers. And he was one of the reasons. La Australia reminds me a lot of um, Sugi. Or Yoshitsune, whatever you want to call him. He was one okay. of the Cayman Riders. Um, 
he he was doing zero one for a while. I'm not sure where he's working now. He's been a freelancer. But there was a match. I think it's in Osaka, at Osaka Pro or Michinoku Pro, one of the two, maybe 15 years ago. But uh, Liger came and did a did a match for that show, and he worked Sugi. And there's highlights on YouTube, and you can you can find it, and people should look the, look this up. But the match starts with Sugi running down the ramp as Liger's in the ring. And he, like, jumps, like, Liu Kang over the top rope and drop kicks him. And then he... Nice. Oh, and then Liger bumps, rolls out of the ring. And then he gets up, shoots off the rope, does, uh, does like, a cartwheel, and then, like, a backflip over the top rope on top of him. Like, and the, the place is... The people are just going nuts. And he ends up beating Liger, too, which is even bigger. Wow. Um, yeah, so Liger awesome. must have uh, definitely seen something for him to kind of give that up. There. Yeah, but Liger was a he was an unselfish guy. He was all about the business. You yeah, know? like he was all about getting others over. I should not say that, that a lot of people aren't, but he wasn't Hulk Hogoing. Hulk Hogoing. Hogoing? That's a verb. Uh, he was brothering uh, the situation. I should say. It was. Uh... The, uh, yeah, it's actually on Daily Motion. You can you can find it on there. I'm I'm watching it Daily right Motion. now. It uh, looks like it was from 2007, January of 2007. So yeah, uh, 14 years ago. Yeah, I was pretty damn close. That's what I thought it was. Where well, yeah, Liger comes out and he's just standing in the center of the ring, and Yoshitsune opens like unsheaths his katana, runs, and then does a dive over the top rope and completely clears the top rope and drops kicks Liger, and then he does a giant flipping senton over the top into him, and all of the, the Michinoku Pro people Jesus. are like, you're our only hope to beat a guy like Liger who's come in and just bullied us. Now he's just in a cartwheel with a hmm. backflip over the top rope on him. Like it's, and, I mean, these people are just going crazy, and all the wrestlers are out there cheering him on and shit. Wow. And that's, he, he's a lot of what uh, uh, La Strada reminds me of. But, okay. Man, I'm going to have to watch right, some of that, those gimmicks. Yeah, it's, it's only like a seven-minute match, too. It's really short. It's, it's nice and just, just go, go, go. Well, Dragon Gate, um, again, early on, I mean, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more. I don't know if you want to start the show with this, but, I mean, of course, they ended the year with the unit must, you know, disband match, you know, between R.E.D. and, and Team Toraman. So a lot of wrestlers, I'd noticed, and also got from the English commentary, which was awesome. I believe Jason was his name? Correct? Uh, Jay. Jay, Jay. Shout out to Jay. Um, but how they were saying, like, there's just so many wrestlers just, like, walking around because they're not a part of a unit. And I was like, this is why I I truly do enjoy this company because I am a faction man. I've yeah. You know, that's what I grew up, like, loving. You know, and there weren't really too many companies. You know, yeah, they would have two, maybe three. But this is a company that is solely based on factions. And when, you know, we were going over uh, on the last show, like Shingo Takagi and his Dragon Gate uh, career and how we're off air. And I was, like, just going through some Shingo matches through the search bar and just seeing so many faction, faction, faction matches. And I'm like, my God, the talent that they have acquired over the last, you know, 15 years even is just mind-boggling. And how some of these guys are still there and then creating new factions. Like, how many factions has Dragon Kid been in off the top of your head? Over under four. Uh, five or six. Wow. Yeah. 
Like, it's just like there's no loyalty, but like, let's create something new because obviously one must disband, it seems like every year at least. Or it's also what's cool about it part of the longer story for at least that calendar year, if not two or three. Yeah, it's, yeah, I love it too because the, the beauty of it, my God, he's showtying him so hard. Like, I've been thrilled and I've seen this match right 15 times. He, he showties him to cut him off after his offense and he's shooting star presses himself. From the from the palm strike, <laughs> oh, um, uh, but uh, you know it's, it's it's why Dragon Gate stays so fresh is they literally, well you know they'll have these long you know whether it's a year like this last one or you know they go a few years things like that when yep. they end these these factions and start new ones it's almost like they start over. And, it, and it's what every wrestling company, I think, wishes they could do at times. Is like, God, can we just have a fresh start? And You know, you remember the New Blood versus the Millionaires Club in WCW? They yep. tried to do that, and it failed. WWE tried to start over by doing the draft, and then they just do the draft every year and then bring people back to the same shows. And it once worked, and now it's failed. But Drake, uh, I mean, is that due to Vince Russo because he couldn't cut the mustard? <laughs> I I just think it's because WWE's just turned to shit. But yeah. <laughs> don't don't say that about New Japan like I have the last two years. <clears throat> <laughs> Not that it's shit, but it's turning westernizing or it's westernizing uh, as we speak. DQs, DQs, and more DQs. Are you surprised we're gonna get an Okada cage match? By the way, in New Japan, oh, they're gonna well him and Evil are gonna have a cage match. Have you? Has there ever been a cage match in New Japan? I don't think so. I'm, I, I just still kind of, you know he starts King of Pro Wrestling. Now he's starting cage matches. I uh, I just saw the TKO spot as I forgot I had that match running in the background. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, it's almost over. Yeah, Abushi took that awful. By the way, Everyone he like landed on his feet and his hands, and then like. Hump thrusted the ground to land flat. Like, I've never seen him not take a normal bump. Like when he picked him up, when Sonata picks up Abushi on the apron, I was like, oh, he's going to do a TKO spot. This is going to be so cool. Oh, no. Oh, God. Do you think they were like, Kenta and Moxley's going to sleep was atrocious? Let's try to top it. We'll show that. Yeah, this is our door. <laughs> this is our forbidden door. <laughs> it's crazy how big that term has become over the last, you know, year, and then especially over the last, you know, week or so. Thank you for the link. I'm actually really excited to watch that. Um, yeah. it's, it's shorter than I thought it was. I thought it was seven minutes. It's shorter than that. Too. It's, it's so great. like for yeah, I. It's just, it's crazy how that has become a term. And that everywhere on social media, it's like forbidden door, forbidden door. And I would obviously use that, you know, over the course of the, the last couple of months, just as a joke, because again, it's so obtuse. Like, isn't technically with every company a forbidden door until you say, oh, let's make money. <laughs> you know, let's be smart <laughs> about this. And, you know, not only encapsulate the professional wrestling fan base, but also, hey, let's put a little green in our pocket because, oh, yeah, marks. But yep. they're doing it right. Like we said last show, Tony Khan, I mean, he's realizing 
I, I mean, I don't know if he is, but I mean, in a way, it's kind of like he's setting up the territories again, and it's internationally, which is awesome. You know, we're, we talked about the AEW Women's Eliminator uh, tournament that's underway. Underway, and Re- uh, not Rio. Rio's back in America. She'll be on the American side, but there's a whole Japanese side. You know that Hikaru Shida is already there, of course, being the AEW Women's Champion. But like for them to do it at the Ice Ribbon Dojo and to have all these wrestlers from various companies. Yeah, Marvel is really freaking Choco cool. Pro, Gato Move. Uh, I and think they still Wayne. have that DDT connection, you know, and mm-hmm. they still have that AAA connection. Hell, shout out to Leo Rush, by the way, being the MLW champion and then, of course, the AAA champion now. So, I mean, he's doing big things. He's also on New Japan Strong. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't – like, this company, New Japan, has irritated me on, on some of the booking decisions, DQs, DQs, and DQs, but when it comes to the overall business part, and, you know, I I didn't mind what Mage did in some aspects, but it seems like they're going to be firing with all cylinders. And now, Ryan, just imagine if this COVID thing didn't exist, A, life would be amazing. B, we wouldn't have so many deaths, you know, which have been you know, sorely unfortunate, but just imagine the audiences, the packed crowds. Like, do you think then New Japan, you know, uh, New Japan USA, like they've been trying to get off the ground for years, that they could be doing steady tours? Like, all of this crazy stuff, like, say 2022, 2023, when fans can be a little, you know, more fans can be at these shows. Like, how loud and crazy the fan base will be. Mm-hmm. I think, I do think, to be fair, with this pandemic, it's made a lot of these companies change the way that they're doing business because they they know that they have lost business. Mm-hmm. Like, I do think, oh, come on. I do think that partially helps. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I, I do agree. Like, it would be, be wild. I just... I don't know if we would have seen some of the extent of it. Cause I think now, now that we can't have it, it's building more excitement. True. Like, like, okay. Forbidden doors open, but we know we can't have these matches. They want to give us yet. So now we have to sit and wait even more. Oof. And New York, like that, uh, and New York uh, is but, allowing like 10% capacity now. So yeah, who knows? Like, like we talked, New Japan and and AEW. You know, sorry, Ring of Honor, um, but <laughs> AEW. I mean, that's the ultimate combo show to have there. What does Madison Square Garden hold? The eighteen twenty thousand. Yeah, if you can get a couple thousand, I mean, shoot, man. <laughs> like I would pay like three hundred, four hundred for a ticket. Yeah, I yeah, I would I would overpay. Because you would have to gouge the prices for sure, but if you could deliver like a four hour show, I mean hell, why not? Yeah, I mean unless otherwise unless you try to find um you know, you try to find a place, you know, like in Texas or Florida where they can do a little more. Yeah. And and you run down there. I am not going to Texas after those videos today. Man. Prayers to everyone. That was oh, the most horrific footage I've ever seen of anything. Did you see that with all the truck, the semis running into other cars and semis because it was no. so icy? I, I someone showed it. To, 
so yeah, in in Fort Worth, in Dallas, it was. I mean, temperatures are like under. I mean, it's freezing because of the rain. But someone showed me this video when I got to work of someone in the other, you know, part of the highway and in the intersection, and just videotaping just semis because they can't stop crashing and hitting. It was a hundred car, if not more, pile up. At least five or six people are confirmed. Lots of people still stuck in their cars. It was horrific. I screamed like, oh, my God, like numerous times because semis, they couldn't break. So they're literally running into the back of other trucks, cars, pushing cars into the other, you know, lanes. Like, it was insanely scary. Oh, crap. That's wild, man. So I will not be going to Texas, (laughs) especially in the winter. Good God. Um. You know, because like with with the World Series, they had, you know, they had some fans at at Arlington for that. Yeah, the Super Bowl was packed with mm-hmm. cutouts. <laughs> Man, why why does Sonata kick out of two Kamagoys? <laughs> so, what'd you think of the Super Bowl? By the way, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Sonata. I'm I'm over him. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought the Chiefs game that came away with all their dumb penalties. They they had a lot of penalties that oh, weren't yeah. their fault, but they had a lot of penalties that they were just doing stupid stuff. If do you think Patrick Mahomes would trade the offensive line he had in that game for the Vikings offensive line? And if so, would they have beaten Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? Uh, I'm going to say no and no. I would not want anything <laughs> near. The Vikings wow. offensive line. <laughs> they can, they can say the hell away from all of us. <laughs> Revelation. That was the word I was trying to say in the um, in the opener there. Best revelation all week is drunk Tom Brady, right? <laughs> Tell me no, you saw pictures, footage. Like, it was the greatest thing. Like, I, someone made a shirt of him with his glasses, obviously wasted, big smile, and he's like walking out of a door and then someone put a parental advisory sticker on the bottom. So it's like an album cover. And oh. so I was like, oh my God, I have to buy this hoodie. And it was like from some random site. And then I went today and it was gone. I was like, damn it. I was so oh, bummed. Was like, it said six days. So if anyone's making a drunk Tom Brady hoodie, I will gladly purchase one. <laughs> Seven yeah, times. Man. Is he your goat now? I know you're not a Brady fan, but is he your goat? I think it's hard to not say he isn't. Like, like there's only so much you can do to keep crap. Like, ah, oh, that guy did this, he cheated that, or did that. When it's like, I mean, the guy went to a whole different conference, a whole new team, or a whole new playbook with a, with a team who was not good, and then took all the rejects that teams didn't want oh. anymore, and then won. Yeah, but he did that with New England, especially in those mm-hmm. first couple of championships. I mean, I, I think he made a lot of people multi-millionaires, like Dion Branch, as an example. I, I think it, uh, I think now you can, like, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, I don't know if I could put it on Belichick now, as being no. the guy. That's for sure. Did he change his system? Do you know Belichick? This season, I don't know. I, uh, Newton. I don't think so. I think it's just wow, like. That team just had no – they had nothing. 
Like, I felt bad for Cam Newton out there. Like, he's got nobody to give the ball to. He has nobody to protect him. It's just like, yeah. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Mm-hmm. If Brady comes back, is Tampa your pick in the NFC, or who's your uh, your wild card heading into twenty? It's gonna, it's gonna be hard not to. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, well, at one point they just defense, gave up betting against them. That defense was awesome. It wasn't like some of the the better. Tampa defense is in their in their history, but man, they showed up to freaking play. <laughs> and for them to beat New Orleans and Kansas City, who they were trounced on by uh, in, the, in the regular season, and uh, whatever. Um, sorry, I, I, I know. Love him or hate him, he, he was the most valuable player this year, so he had to have been doing pretty good. I think that was just the, oh, we need to still market this guy, so here's a trophy. <laughs> like honestly, he's the you know he's one of the faces of the NFL. Well, if you're not going to be in the Super Bowl, let's let's still make you relevant for another year. Because I don't think you know in in two, I, I I don't know, just not a Rodgers fan. No, that's, that's totally totally acceptable. I just, it's because I hate the Packers. <laughs> I think I think you got to give if you're going to give him the the other two, you got to give him all three. <laughs> You know, because Brady did beat all of them. It's true. Um, what I don't know, like, where do you want to? Like, I don't know. We, we've been doing. We've been going for half an hour, and we haven't even broken anything. Sorry. Um, I don't know. What do you want to? You want to talk the Dragon Gate show, or you want to talk New Japan? Let's talk some Dragon Gate. Uh, Budokan, or not Budokan, Korokin Hall. Budokan is in uh, two hours. Budokan, Budokan. Did you see that thing I sent you to? It looks like it's going to be on Russell Universe, like a half yeah, hour Yeah, so that thing I was talking about where I was like, I said the second part. So, yeah, so the good match will be on Russell Universe? Yeah. Oh, damn, they're beating the shit out of them. <laughs> Goto and, and Yano and ECE are getting pummeled by White and Grills of Destiny. That's good. So I think Yano and Goto are going to get a tag title shot, and I think then they're going to do um, ECE versus White one-on-one again. Jay White just drank a a Zima and then poured it on uh, ECE's head. Ooh. He's pouring Zima all over him while he's got his foot on his face. I thought (laughs) Osprey was uh, the disrespectful one to ECE for some reason, even before he turned to heel. Uh, he was just talking mad-ish against Ishii in the in the G1, and I'm like, dude, why would you do that? Complex. But then Yoshihashi's got the promo. God, dude, I'm not gonna lie, Yoshihashi deserves to cut that promo from all the beatings that he's received on the tour, and then of course in that trios uh, trios match. Um, against the Bullet Club, defending the titles, of course, meaning Chaos, Kim Ishii, and of course uh, Goto. Um, a <laughs> Goto diving over the top rope, amazing. But B Yoshihashi selling like not like oh my god, I'm a bad wrestler like two years ago, Yoshihashi. Like I'm selling because I'm actually hurting myself. 
But like selling in a professional wrestling world, I'm like, oh yeah, this guy looks like he's getting crap beat out of him, but he's protecting himself, thankfully, because he looked awesome as he was getting his ass kicked. Usually I would revere in that, Ryan, an audience, as you all know, but this time I was rooting for young Yoshihashi. I was rooting for the uh, the Grand Wizard of New Japan with staff the in Grand hand. Wizard. Good but God man, he got his ass whooped, but he also, with the saving grace, with the uh, with the pair uh, at the end of that trio's a la the uh, the tag the tag league against God was just awesome to see. Good throw you know, back let's, there. All right, all right. I'm I'm calling a quick audible because we're already we've already covered half of of new beginning. Let's just, do, let's just do New Japan first. <laughs> um, my only issue that I ever have with Yoshihashi is like. When he's in a chin lock, when he's getting like boots put to him, when he's firing up, when he's working the offense, his face is the same every time. Like his face yeah. never changes. I'm like, come on, don't be Jake Lee. Oh no. I'm not gonna lie, I would put Yoshihashi a rung higher than Jake Lee at the moment. In what charisma? In charisma and and just being in ring, recognizable. You, you remember, I'm like, oh yeah, Jake Lee's in this match. You think he's a better in ring worker right now than Jake Lee? Oh yeah. Wow, that's a good take. Because yeah. let's be real, whenever Jake Lee's in a match, you forget Jake Lee's in a match because he comes in for like <laughs> 40 seconds, disappears, and then we'll celebrate if his team wins. And you're like, oh yeah, he's in this match. Where at least Yoshihashi's getting his ass kicked, and I can't believe I'm being a Hashi apologist at the moment. Yeah, but for Yoshihashi to get his ass kicked and still like do the butterfly lock all damning, doing some roll up pins, I'm all for that, man. Twenty twenty one, it is on. I can't believe it. So I like I didn't mean to cut you off, but I had to clarify him for the sake of what we were talking about. Like, okay, let me just make sure he's he's doing what I think he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh my god. I never expected that. I know. I can't even can't even expect it. Oh my <laughs> whole indeed. <laughs> oh my whole I hate Nia Jack. Why does she still have a job? I'm sorry. Even if she's yeah. making it look like she's hurting people, which we all know she's actually hurting people. Like this whole gimmick, like get her out. Like if they're editing that shit out, which by the way, the E that could be a huge marketing thing for her. Um, take bidet. that bidet companies. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it's just like, <laughs> if you're going to bleep that out, then fire her already because if she's hurting herself now, then you know she's extremely unsafe. Do you think she was just trying to sell, or do you think she really got hurt? I think, I think she really did get a uh, a bruiser there, but I, I think she was just trying to sell as well. Because <laughs> like, that, that's like when uh, I I don't remember if I said this on on our last show or if I said it to somebody else, um, but when. Uh, they had that TLC match a couple of years ago. It was Becky and Charlotte. Uh-huh. And Charlotte's laying on the announce table, and Becky goes up to do a leg drop, but she like over jumps, so he she lands like with her ass straight on like 
Charlotte's like gut and Charlotte goes, holy fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, oh my God. I think she meant to say that. That must have really hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's blatant, like, too. Like, she screams it. There's, it, there's that one, and then if you go back to Vengeance, like 2006 or something, it was the same show that had that awful Tyson Tomko Stephen Richards match, where Stevie Richards was in like a nurse outfit for some reason. What? Yeah, it was, it's awful. It's one of the worst. For some reason, Vengeance seen. 06 sounds like it, there would be like a Batista main event. <laughs> I bet you if I go on Grapple, it's considered one of the worst matches ever. The Nurse Richards Yeah, I'm I'm literally loading up now because I have mine where it starts with uh, the worst rated matches ever on this on this app. Well, Jimmy Hart versus Mancow is at a point two nine. Whoa! I remember meeting Mancow Muller outside of the United Center at, or I should say, after the very first oh, event at the United Center SummerSlam. Ninety four. Really. Steven Richards versus Tyson Tomko. It's at a point three six. Um, so uh, Trish is wrestling Victoria, and she kicks Victoria while she's on the apron, and Victoria falls backwards to bump on the apron, but she's sideways for some reason. So she falls, and then you can see her panic because she still hasn't landed yet because she missed mm. the apron, and she just hits the ground, and you see her roll over, and her mouth is open, but nothing's coming out. Then suddenly she mutters, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my Or Shelly Martinez yelling my badge at a uh, TNA show. <laughs> Who's it? Her, her and Ariba and Rebel. Oh, my God. Is that the word? That, that match happened? Yeah. Oh my God. Shelly Martinez. That's the first thing on YouTube. Holy shit, it's on here. <laughs> really? Play it for the audience. No. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> God. There's a Jim Cornette review of it. Of the My My Vage? Yeah. Oh my God. This is this You know is, you I, know who used to say that, and I feel awful for saying this, but we're late night. Uh Yoshihashi. But not anymore. He can claim other things now. Okay. All right. Never mind. I, I'm gonna. I'm, I gotta stay focused here because I'm getting sidetracked <laughs> with how bad I'm watching. I'm watching this. Like, I don't know what she's doing to her. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing to her. What? Is, oh my god. Oh, this is. This is bad. Oh this yeah. Looks like, this looks like two kids like playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she she Shelly Martinez now she's okay, now I just saw her she's screaming her badge because she's got her legs split in half. Mm-hmm. So she, oh, yeah. she she there's some old guy in the crowd laughing. Screaming at two hundred people at the impact zone in Orlando, Florida. No, and she <laughs> Then she puts in like a chicken wing, mm-hmm. and then when she's got her in the chicken wing, she uh she's trying to like counter rebel is, so she like reaches back and grabs her by her hair, and then like somehow goes underneath her while still holding her hair, and then puts her into a chicken wing, 
And then what? somehow takes the chicken wing and gets her into like, I think it was supposed to be an abdominal stretch, but it wasn't even like remotely close. <laughs> so while she like has her in that, she, she like, I think she was trying to like make it look like she was like trying to like grind or grind in like on the side with the abdominal stretch, but she ends up just grabbing her gear and just like twisting her gear. I don't think she's actually like holding her like skin or ribs. Okay. She's not even doing anything, and then she just grabs her legs and rolls backwards, and that's when she starts spreading her legs in half. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! There's a so my question: you know, What really happened on it? Like a 16 minute video about it? Oh Jesus! Really? Okay, I gotta stop because I'm getting way too sides. I have to watch this after. So you watched AEW? And why didn't they? I mean, I don't know if they did or not. Did they capitalize on the "ow my hole" um, with Rebel, aka Reba, in AEW? Of course, we all know her as the wonderful assistant to Doctor Britt Baker. Did they have her come out and yell something similar, or yell "my badge" a la you know the time she did that to uh, Shelly Martinez? Not that I saw, but I also was. I also was doing something while I was watching it too. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> big dong. <laughs> I we should make it that table. sounder for whenever you walk into a a, a room or a bar full of women. <laughs> big dong. Wreck, or we can call you wrecking balls. Did I, this is this is way random because this this has been so random here. Um, did I tell you that if I if I tell Sydney, I, if I go, hey Sydney, what does Billy Zabka say? He goes, quiet. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. That I gotta like, watch season three. It's great. It's fucking great. I, I uh, told my sister, I'm off for two days now, so I might. I have said, to don't do this at school or anything like that. And he goes, okay. And then, like, I went and took a nap, so I put the little door thing on the bedroom door so he couldn't open the door because uh-huh. it was, like, little child protectors. So he's just playing. He's watching his tablet. And we're in there, and Jen comes in, and she's like, what is going on in here? Oh, you guys have been in here. And all of a sudden, Cindy goes, quiet! I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God! Nice. I, Rebel I, I, against I, the force. Um, so those are the only two matches I watched on night two was the tag and the main. The hell are you talking about? You're talking about that awful challenge episode from last night? No, I didn't I didn't watch it yet. Is that the only one you haven't seen? Yep. Yep. Okay. The last one I saw was uh um what the hell? R. I. P. uh to recent. It was it was uh it was uh Michi and who, Mechie? I always call him Mechie because his name doesn't look like Michi. Like how my last <laughs> name is Mello, and it's only spelled M-E-L-O, but people always say Milo. So I'm just going to call that guy Mechie. He <laughs> would always Callie off. She's like, it's Michi. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I'm going to call that dude Mechie. Screw that guy. <laughs> I, For having I, no I, strength. I hate that uh, that big dope that beat him, and I I really liked it when he couldn't, couldn't fucking throw uh-huh. the ball through anything, and he kept hitting like the wrong yeah, that thing. Trash. Yeah. Anyone who watches Big Brother is trash, let alone Josh from Big Brother, who was the biggest <laughs> piece of trash. 
fucking yeah, dopes. Did. I hate that guy with a passion. But it's just so fun to make fun of him because I'm Josh. I'm going to go cry. <laughs> was was that the one from two weeks ago or was that three weeks ago? I, I It's all running together. The season's been, like, good, but not because there's just not a lot outside. I get it. It's a pandemic. But, like, no one's, like, stupid wasted or throwing luggage off, you know, like a balcony or talking it mad-ish. Like, everyone, like, all these rookies just think they're entitled, like, and it's really irritating me. Because <laughs> I'm on Big Brother. Like, I don't even know what, I've never watched a second of Big Brother. The only thing my I've life. ever watched of it was that celebrity one. I have no idea what you even do. Is it like Survivor? I've only literally watched one episode of Survivor, and that was the last 20 minutes of the very first season's finale because like, I was at my friend's house. It's like the same thing as this. You do challenges, and somebody gets like the head of the house or whatever, and uh-huh. then they vote people out, and then you can choose to save somebody if you want. And That's, a, that's about it. Michi. You, you know, uh, it, you know what would have made that show better? Lolo, if, if we would have got insane. more. Of this. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush. The twenty. 20- we would have got more Leo Rush before he quit. Agreed. I mean, respect for what he had to do. Respect for TJ for like, because usually he can be like, "Hey, I don't like quitters," but you know, he had some ish. He had to get to Joey Janela's spring break. Come on, we all know <laughs> that was the reason. <laughs> He had to do that stupid Blackheart gimmick for his match with Blake Christian. <laughs> Blake Christian's dope. <laughs> it was this, like, two out of three falls match where, like, you had to put him in a coffin, but then, like, you had to go through, like, a red door or a black door. And, like, only – I don't I, – I was so confused. <laughs> I stopped watching I was like, what is going on here this shit? And we, I realized we didn't talk any of that uh, – that, that marathon. Oh, I did you watch the full two hour uh, Iron Man match? It's not Iron Man, it's Iron Men with uh, Tony Deppin and yeah, it was Blake Christian, right? I watched was it Oliver. Uh, Jordan Oliver. Jordan Oliver, thank you. They, I think he won seven falls to six, if I remember right. Jesus. But I, I almost, I probably watched about eight or nine hours of all that stuff. I liked how it was all on YouTube for obviously yeah, so you for can go donations. Back on site and uh, watch it all still. Oh, I might watch. I, I really do want to watch the Iron Man match for sure. The shoot. Now, to be fair, like it wasn't anything special, but then again, it was a two-hour match. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like I'm watching it at work and uh, my lunch break or whatever, and they go to the draw, and then they're like, "No, we're not gonna. We're not having a draw. We're gonna." We're gonna go into an overtime, and he, and then uh, and uh, Oliver's like, "No, we're not doing an overtime." He's like, "Let's do another hour." Deppin's like, "All right." And then they're like, "All right, everyone, you got to go piss or order drinks or whatever, and then we'll, we'll get everyone back." And, and then they just went for like another hour, <laughs> just like uh, a little, little stalling and shit. But I mean, I to be fair, what's that? I don't even know how you plan that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's all called in the ring, I'm sure. But, you know, when you have someone like Deppin. But to be fair, and, and you know this way better than I do, uh, you know, he, he's a new dad. 
so I'm sure anything to kind of get out of that scenario for at least a couple of hours <laughs> to going back to what you love, I'm sure is uh, well worth it. Yeah. So, especially because like, you know with the kids. Have you ever gone well, Broadway, or what's like the longest you've wrestled, and could you do two hours today? I the long I think the, so. The longest singles match I think I ever had was I think me and Demetrius went like twenty three minutes, twenty four minutes. Okay. And then I had a tag match in 2004 where it was me and Vinny Devine. We were called the, the featured attraction. And we were wrestling the <laughs> KK Bros, which was uh, Kamikaze Klecker and Crazy K. Nice, nice. And it's a lot wrestled... of Ks. There's more than two in that scenario. <laughs> we Jesus. wrestled at the, uh, the Blue Fox over in Shoreview in their parking lot of the restaurant. Oh, tight. And... I just remember it was like a hundred degrees out. And this is when I wore wind pants, actual wrestling boots and kick pads. And then I would wear a, a hockey Jersey with legend on it, legend one on it. And then I would have wrist tape and it was like a hundred degrees. And I wrestled in that thing. And it, the match went like 28 minutes and my tag partner got hurt somehow in like the first five minutes. And oh, so yeah, they carry the match. Yeah. And the other two guys were like 18 year olds. So they like, didn't ever want to stop wrestling, so like it just there was no end to it. Oh and I was, it was Did your so tape hot. fall off because it was so hot? No, but I got sunburned through it. Ew, I'm oh god, I'm sure. Like when I took off my wrist tape, I I would sunburn through athletic tape. It was so hot. It was like blood sport. You're just putting your hands down in some ice and then some glass. <laughs> You're like ah. <laughs> I was like, guys, we got, can we go home? They're like, hold on, we have more spots we want to do it. I'm like, oh, 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 I'm like, thankfully, I was. I'm sure I he mean, said I that was, during his uh, couple of trouts he had too, right? Just, <laughs> just a couple more. Well, he, he, I think I was like 23, so that helped, you know. But yeah, I, I, well, Mikey's the one who Jamie Noble yelled at. Um. When Mikey was had a trial with some other, he was in there with some guy, like the biggest guy of the trials, like they paired him with him. So he, he shot, he had him shoot him off the rope and he hit him with like a big, like a big lariat or something. And he just took like a sick, like, you know, Sasha Banks style bump. And uh, Jamie Noble gets on the apron. He goes, Hey, no neck moves. <laughs> Referring to him to not bump on his neck during the trial. Yeah, like what? Damn, bro. Damn, Gibson. Right. Um, when he was in catering, he was just kind of sitting there, you know, kind of went by himself because he didn't, you know, he didn't want to go sit with random people and didn't want to be that guy. Like, oh hey, so he's yeah. just sitting there eating, and uh, he said all of a sudden Loki comes and sits down and to have lunch with him. He's like, how are you doing? And like Loki, like really was talking like that to him. <laughs> Wow, that A, I would have feared for my life. And B, uh, uh that's amazing. Why why is that a thing? Why can't younger wrestlers just be like, Hey, what's going on guys? Like I mean they're they're all around the same age. I'm sure there's common interests. Like why is that such a hush hush rule, it seems like I think it's different now. Yeah, it's I mean, what was that, like ten years ago? Eleven yeah. years ago? Yeah, 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 because Loki was in WWE. Yeah, true. Take that cabal. <laughs> remember, remember, remember when he, they had to do a where they had a talent contest and he's like, I'm going to freestyle. <laughs> but that man will literally murder you. 
So that's yeah. why I don't want to say too much. Did, did you ever see the um, the what was that MTV show made? Yeah, where this kid wanted to become a pro wrestler, and yeah. uh, so the machine guns like told him they would get help him, and the, he got brought to Impact, and Loki's like, "We're going to work on cardio," and he's like, "Pick up Chris Saban on your shoulders." So he's like piggybacking Saban, and he's like, now do 20 laps back and forth. He's like, while carrying him, he's like, that's what I said. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Is that really wrestling school? You just pick up someone, fireman's carry, and just walk around 20 times? I've never done that. <laughs> but then again, I was, the, I was the 18-year-old punk who was like, I was like, hey, man, what's your, what's your finishing move? And they're like, what? It was to Sean Devari. I was like, what's your finishing move? He's like, I do the diamond dust. I was like, can I see it? Okay. Whoa. So he grabs Eric Cannon and does the flipping, like flipping. He, I don't even remember what it, You get him in like a reverse. Is that DC. why he doesn't return your calls? Probably. And then I was like, I was like, who are you guys fighting at the next show? And they're like, we're, we're working with these guys. We don't fight each other. for work. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you were me before you even knew me. Like, hey, guys. Yeah, I was like, I'm all sitting there. And this I'm, sure to, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm very disappointed in you, Ryan. That's just not good. <laughs> not a good look. Man, I thought it was so cool. We, um, we showed the guy who ran the school our, our – uh, our, we're like, hey, we made, a, we made like a demo tape. And it was like a music video of us wrestling and like – the basement in the backyard, and it had people's names on it and stuff. He's like, "All right, you're the safe off now." <laughs> what? And he's like, he's just like, "All right, it's two hundred bucks up front. And you pay." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Jesus. Yeah, you're telling me. Where? <laughs> I, was a, I was a geek. <laughs> what? Who are you guys gonna fight? We don't. We're not fighting people. <laughs> <at work>. Oh. <laughs> speaking speaking of nerds, uh, Master Watto gets a singles match on the first night, and he's in the second match. So, <sighs> how was Eddie that match? Loses. I hear it wasn't bad. I went three stars. I think it's the best Watto match I've ever seen. Whoa. But I also I'm not a big Bushi fan, so you're not a Bushi fan. Let me say this. It's, I don't dislike Bushi, or I don't think he's a bad worker, but he's definitely on the bottom of the totem pole next table, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, he's the he's the full guy. You could do some cool stuff. He has amazing gear, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he it's great, just yeah. that unfortunate aspect of same old shit. Yeah. Like, where I think a lot of the LIJ guys, except Hiromu, of course, and as we'll Shingo. get into here in a second, but uh, don't forget Shingo. Kind of a, and Shingo. I, I always forget he's a part of that because he's, I think, above that faction. If that makes sense. <laughs> Big Tom Ishii. <laughs> <laughs> now, Apollo I, Hero Ishii. Am I? Am I? Did the people that work in Nagoya? Okay, so there's only yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, so only 
yeah, like half or there's uh, the last three matches, none of those guys even traveled to Hiroshima. I realized. Yeah, because Okan and Osprey and Kojima and Tenzan and Tanahashi and Shingo only did uh, Nagoya. Oh, good call. Yeah, just take that, William Osprey. (laughs) Hello there. God bless. What's crazy is I was about to say Jeff Cobb, but he will be appearing this Saturday. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Number four, three, two, four. He's going to do four, and then five will be after it, like in March. And they're doing So, how does the Empire explain his absence? How did who? The, how does the Empire explain his absence? He has a banger of a match, a legit seven-star battle with Shingo Takagi at the Dome. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to get into a real fisticuffs match with uh, with Chris, with the Dirty Daddy. The, another yeah. New Japan connection, by the way, was a part of New Japan America and strong uh, Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. Who do you got? Man, let's go Dirty Daddy. I love Dickinson. <laughs> him at, you, did you watch him at Moxley at the uh, last blood sport in Indianapolis, a.k.a. COVID City? I, I feel like I did, but I don't remember anything of it, so maybe I actually didn't. It was pretty good, not going to lie. It was very good, a lot better, and I love Josh Alexander, but, man, Davey Jr. literally wiped the floor with him. That's why I'm like, oh, man, I really hope uh, – this match with Calvin Tankman on Saturday, which, wow, that's, that's going to be hopefully a, a barn burner. Um, it's Tankman I and hope, Davey? Uh, what's that? You said it's Tankman and Davey? Yeah. Davey that's and uh, and Calvin Tankman, yeah. But yeah, Moxley and Dickinson I, I went really high on, which is so. Check yeah, it out. They're, um, yeah. yeah, this... Um, it's Danny Limelight and Chris Dickinson against TJP and Ren Narita. On I, don't, I don't think that Limelight guy is going to be there since, you know, he just got COVID. Well, I think these are probably recorded in, like, December anyway, so. Really? <laughs> Damn, that makes me all sad. I thought it was live. I, I mean, we, we can pretend it's live, and he just he just cleared, a, he cleared the protocol. So. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Must is- be in South Dakota, then. <laughs> when is uh, Moxley and Kenta? The 26th. Okay, so a couple weeks. Ago. So two weeks. Man, I still am intrigued by your, your this Kenny show up thing. Oh, what was that? Let the audience know. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex said, you think Kenny Omega comes and costs Moxley the title? To get Omega on New Japan soil? To mm. cause the internet a stir yet again. Wouldn't that be flipping crazy if he just goes into the New Japan Strong Studios? Because, A, it continues so many storylines for both companies. But I think Moxley, in a way, should kind of still win. I think he's going to I don't think he's going to win. Kenta's been so great with this storyline. Again, he bashes the ace's head with that briefcase during the G1. It was... Awesome to see him utilize this as a weapon. His, what, four or five defenses of this briefcase as well? I mean, again, I could see it both ways, depending on where, of course, this storytelling will, will take the IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship, Brian. 
Mm. But man, if if Omega comes out, gets you know Moxley to to you know drop the title, obviously to set up their rematch at uh, I don't know, whatever AEW event Revolution, and then somehow Okada's like, you know what, I will work all out. Like, you know, like it just opens doors for like so many other things. But yeah, I I don't know. I just randomly thought of that. It could have been the sandwich I had a few minutes prior to that. But I was like, (laughs) whoa, what if? And then, but when I sent that message to you guys, I was like, man, Ryan is going to shit on this idea. Then you were like, maybe. (laughs) And then you were like, yeah, that could work. It would, you, you obviously had a better response later on, but yeah, you're like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, so, so my one thought is, is it just too soon? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is, when you when you break down this forbidden door that was opened, New Japan literally said, "All right, we'll work with you, and you can use our talent, but we're doing it because we want Moxley, mm-hmm. and we need to use him on the American show." Because we can't get him to Japan, even though he's allowed to work in Japan already. So the terms to your agreement was you wanted Moxley. I just don't see him losing yet. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason I say that. And I think with them getting the the Roku channel and them trying to use that to leverage into an actual TV deal, I think Mm -hmm. a lot of it is to have Moxley. Man, that's wild. I can't believe he's the key, but mm-hmm. he, I mean, he was AEW champion for a long, long time. And I thought did a damn good job as well as could be on any wrestler of the year's list face of the year. You know, anything of those lines. Oh, he even stopped that fan who ran up just to tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> but although I, it could go either way. I think it's like as you know, like we we have been saying, it's an exciting time and and two weeks. I'm I'm excited. I'm going to watch New Japan Strong for like the third time, and this just has a big match feel, a big fight feel. Um, the lead ups have been great. Again, that Moxley promo from Dynamite this Wednesday, like I said, it sold me to purchase another New Japan World subscription. That's mm-hmm. how effective it was. I was like, yeah, I'll spend ten extra dollars. For well, like subscription. Doove kept messaging me, and he's like, this is so weird that they're like, New Japan on TNT. And he's like, he's like, I can't fathom that they're talking about Kenta from New Japan Pro Wrestling tonight on TNT, coming up now. Yeah. And Moxley has the title. And Do you realize on the same show, we saw the IWGP US title, the, the Impact Tag Team titles, and the AEW mm-hmm. World title? Three different and technically, if you really want to talk about it, Brian Cage and FCW. Yeah, who knows if Omega had the Triple H title in the locker room? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it's just it's crazy to think of all these different companies that had the that were were plastered on this this show. MLW better get that Dragon Gate relationship uh, hot and running. <laughs> since we talked about that a couple of years ago. I mean, ish. Can you imagine um, Jacob Fatu taking on? Um, Bokutomo Dragon. So now I want to kind of get into Dragon Gate. Let me, I'll, I'll run through the, the beginning here real quick. Um, we saw Minoru Suzuki, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru defeat Gabriel Kid, Yoda Suji, and Yuya Yomura. I went three and a quarter. This match was probably my second or third favorite match of the night. Ooh. Partially because I love the Young Lions. Yuya Yomura 
cuts off Suzuki when he's nice. doing the entrance to Kaze Ninare. He's getting Whoa. in the ring and more of just and he starts blasting him on the floor and Suzuki just kicks him in the chest and he's oh that was the end of that. Like, I think at the anniversary like show they get a grudge match with Yumura and Suzuki now. I mean they, they I, hate each I other. Well, then it, wouldn't and then that be awesome? Point, and well, oh my I would love it. I would love it. And Suzuki He's, like Yamura's teeing off on him. I think I might have sent it to the entire uh, our, our hard dick bros Snapchat. But um, Yamura <laughs> open hand slaps Minoru Suzuki as hard mm-hmm. as he could, and Liger and Milano Collection and them are like, oh! <laughs> and, and then Suzuki just starts slapping and gut punching and overhand rights, and he's just slapping the piss out of Yamura until Yamura just falls over flat. <laughs> And then he gives him a lion tamer with one leg. Whoa, really? And like, Yamura didn't even, like, tap out. The ref was just like, that's enough, and just stopped it. Wow. <laughs> and then Suzuki did his, like, murder grandpa face. And then, like, before uh, Desperado and, and Katamaro could even, like, get ready to start heading to the back, Suzuki's almost back through the curtain. <laughs> Man, he was pissed. He was on a rampage. Um, so, then, so did Watto over under? Did he miss uh, over under six spots in his match against Bushi? I know you gave no. it a high score. Yeah, he didn't. But miss did anything. he look good? Oh, yeah. This was the best Watto match I've seen. They had made a couple cool sequences to Bushi doing his um, rebound kick, the the Jason Lee spot where mm-hmm. the kick kick off missed the end of Gary and then land and then kick back in the face. Love um, that. Watto also hit. A version of uh, Suzu uh, Sub- or Suzu Suzuki, Suzu Suzuki, I think her name is from Ice Ribbon. Her move, where you take their arm, and, like you put your back to their ribs, and you hold the their left arm and your right arm, and then you intertwine your leg, and you basically do like a sideways, like a cartwheel, and then when you do like a cartwheel, you basically flip them into like a power bomb. Really, it almost—it's almost, almost kind of like um, Kagetsu's uh, Guru Magakari. Hmm. Um, and it's—it's almost—it's like another—you you know, Saki Akai's move where she gets you in like an abdominal stretch, and then she does like a front flip into like a bomb. So you take like a bomb from it. Yep. It's kind of like that, but he—he he rolls sideways, and then that way you flip onto your head. So then you have to take like a back bump. And then Watto kicked out of that, so then he, he just came off the, the middle rope with an MX and beat him. So Bushi cleanly beats Watto. And then Tenzan gets in the ring, and, and uh, Bushi shoes him out. He's like, no, 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 let me help him. And Watto, he picks up Watto, and he puts Watto's arm around his shoulder, and he grabs him around the, the waist, and he starts walking with Watto. And then he just runs with him and then shit cans him over the top rope. Oof. And then... And then he grabs the little, um, the like ice bags that they put on the wrestlers and he unscrews it and dumps the water on the wrestler. <laughs> That's great. So he totally geeked him. Um, then we had Chaos defeating Bullet Club, Hiroki Bo, Kazuchika Okada, Big Tommy Ishii, and Toru Yano and Yoshihashi defeating El Fantasmo, Evil, Jay White, Taiji Shimori, and Yujiro Takahashi in a 10 man. Uh, Yano with a roll-up on Ujiro, two and three quarters, it is what it is. I have decided, mm-hmm. though, that Phantasmo is so cool. And I cannot – I love Fanta- – Phantasmo and Ishii Warriors, the junior tag champs, is so cool. Oh, it's I, great. I, I love it. Like, they're, they're coming to the, the belt. summit. 
for the pay-per-view. They're going to be taking on Hal and Neil of, of uh, Congo for the junior tag titles. I, I literally decided that when I was watching this match playing Elder Scrolls online like a geek. I went, doof, <laughs> I'm booking Phantasmo and Ishimori in Summit. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> well, what's right. even crazier is like, uh, I know you're, you're all about the Milano Collection commentary there. But you have been missing out, man, on LP and his commentary. Now, he has retired yet again, as we'll get into later on in this card. But, man, just the way he shit talks other wrestlers, but then he is, then he becomes like a fan. And then he's in awe. Like, it doesn't matter if they're a part of Chaos, LIG, or anything. He will say, wow, this is a great match. (laughs) You know, like, whoa, did you see that move, you know, Kevin Kelly? Like, it, it truly is phenomenal. Like, you know, we all love Jericho on commentary. We all love Asuka on commentary. But, man, Phantasmo uh, might be taking that number one spot. He's just <laughs> awesome. That's so tight. Swears on commentary. Like, it's it's great. <laughs> but, again, on the big matches, he didn't try to take it away by being that scumbag heel. That he he does so well. Like again, he he was calling it like a play by play guy, but again, also going ooh and ah and what you know. So it was also that fan aspect, you know, which was really really nice to uh, to hear. I should say. Um. So that was that was pretty sweet. And then, Abushi and Honma on the losing end to Sonata and Naito. I went three and a half on that one. Okay. Uh, Naito hits an Estino on Honma to get the victory, mm. but it was it was fun. It was cool. It was it was what you wow, want. Both the men were able to execute that move, huh? Yeah, I was scared to death that that Honma's taking a Destino. I'm like, yeah. he has to lift a man with his neck. <laughs> like, maybe maybe you should have had Sonata. <laughs> well, oh, no, Sonata. I guess both his opponents, Honma's neck wasn't oh, wouldn't have been prepared for either. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, he was screwed regardless. Never mind. <laughs> oh, the Iron Claw. Oh, what a what a matchup. Now a match uh we both watch. IWGB IWGP heavyweight tag team championships. Of course, G O D defending against former champions, of course, losing the straps over at Wrestle Kingdom, Taichi, Zack Saber Jr., Dangerous Techers. What did you think of the Iron Claw, the the, the miscellaneous paper bags that Tamatanga was kind of throwing at the feet of Taiichi to start it <laughs> so he could find the Iron Claw? But just overall, I know Taiichi looked a little winded at times, but man, when he finally got his uh, hand into that claw, it was one of the feel-good moments I've seen in a long, long time. Him hulking the hell up, taking out everybody, including his partner, was tremendous. The possession was great. The DQ finish was a little eh. I saw somebody in a New Japan group on Facebook complaining. It's like, Evil hits him with a chair. We see this spot. You know, there's so many spots of weapons, but yet he gets DQ'd. What are the rules in New Japan? Like, you can lose a championship <laughs> on a countout. You know, which is so crazy. Like, I just realized that recently. I was like, oh, because they kept mentioning. I was like, I never realized you could do that. Um, it makes sense why they try to rush in, you know, at, at 19 and a half. But, um, but no, I, I thought this was a really good match. A lot of ire online that I saw, 
But just like apparently my new Yoshihashi crush, Taichi again improved over the last, you know, almost two years now, at least in my eyes, since mm-hmm. moving up the heavyweight. Uh, and this was a spotlight on him. Uh, ZSJ was definitely in this, countering into various submission holds, you know, his opponents. Um, but man, Taichi was definitely the focal. GOD having fun swearing like the old days of Harold Mage. Mage, I apologize. <laughs> but Tonga Loa, he's something special. Tama Tonga, he's he's good. Don't get me wrong. But Tonga Loa looks like an untapped specimen of not only just brute strength, charisma, but he's got some awesome, awesome moves in the ring. Yeah, he's he's definitely gotten better. Like, ever since Wrestle Kingdom, to be honest with you, I, like, watching Wrestle Kingdom, I'm like, man, this is the best he's looked. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fun match. Like, I went I went three and a quarter on it. I I was confused by the bang no. thing at first. I'm not going to lie. Because I was like, what is, what, is he saying Taichi's fat? Like, is he throwing fast food at him? So, like, I didn't... I And then I realized, oh, he's hiding the claw. <laughs> I get it now. So that that kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, I did think it was cool when, when Taichi went off like he did. And we saw... Uh, it, it took, you know, uh, what's his name? Zack Sabre Jr. to finally calm him down. But he, he smoked the ref, which was pretty entertaining too. But it was it wasn't a it wasn't a bad match. I just I really liked their dome match better. I think we both can agree that what they did the dome was fantastic, um, and, and it over delivered. To be honest with you, um, is the easiest way to put it. But yeah, I mean I liked it. It was it was cool. I think I think Alex has been uh, defeated by. Uh, what you call it, blog talk here, as I'm just stalling. Um, I'm typing up this uh, Mochizuki. I'm typing up this cheat sheet for when we talk Noah because of the ridiculous uh, faction changes by these juniors that I needed a I needed a damn list in front of me to keep track of who's in full throttle and who's in stinger and. Who's who's where and here and over under yonder to and fro. <laughs> um, but then we had our main event, Hiromu Takahashi taking on show. I would four stars and I I feel like I don't know if I feel like I'm being gracious and just giving it to him for the effort or and I, I and I just gave up um, more than they should have got, or if it's that I undervalued it and and more people liked it. That's, that's kind of I'm um, I'm kind of intrigued as to what Alex is going to say because I know he he probably had a better better take on it than I did, but uh, since we have we have lost him, um, it's just it's just me stalling now. Uh, I mean, let's, let's be honest, nobody thought that uh, uh, that he was actually going to win the title. You know, no one thought that Show would lose to 
or Show was going to beat Hiromu. And they, they had some fun strike exchanges at the beginning that I really did get into. I thought that was a good, good, good back and forth. Um, I did enjoy the closing stretch, I guess would be the easiest way to put it, where with the whole... Uh, uh, oh, yep, he's just... Uh, I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. <laughs> I just noticed Alex finally texted me. You know, they, they they made show have some believable spots, and I thought he was going to pull out near the end there, but then, you know, one thing led to another, and then Hiromu got the W. Um, we see ELP come out after and attack him. Bushi comes out to make the save, which then brings out Taiji Shimori. So ELP's talking about how he wants that title, which I said, you know, when we talked Wrestle Kingdom that, I can see OLP beating Hiromu back for the title, and and he makes Hiromu have to chase him, and he's the antagonist, kind of kind of holding that back. And then you also can do Bushi and Hiromu for the junior tags too. So that's another way to kind of intertwine everything. But it delivered. I mean, for the most part, I I was not, I was I I I, I didn't lose any interest or anything. That's for sure. I, I stayed fully into it, but it was a, it was a fun show better than night two, especially with how long those last two matches were on night two, you know, 27, 28 minutes. And there's it's just a lot. It, it could have been, those matches could have been seven minutes shorter. I think and it would have, <laughs> it would have, it, it would have made it perfectly fine, but I digress here. Um, just getting the last of this uh, Javita Matsui. Just getting the the last of this this list put together. Um, we you know we have we have Budokan. An hour pre-show starts. Fight TV twenty bucks. Uh, Bima TV is gonna have it. Uh, Wrestling you know, Wrestle Universe is gonna have it too. At some point, uh, I think starting at two forty-five, they're gonna have it. Um, so that'll be interesting to get into that one. I'm going to disconnect Alex and see if he can reconnect back on here. Uh, I I, I want to get this typed up real quick, and I want to get Alex back in, because I don't want to leave without letting him talk about Hiromu and show. So I, I realized, if you remember back when, when AEW was starting and, and we were all excited for everything, and we were hoping these, you know, we were going to get these crossovers before this Forbidden Door thing kind of fully came into place. Cody Rhodes cut this amazing promo. Um, and I want to play it. I want to play the part that we had saved on here because it just emphasized kind of how I think a lot of us are feeling right now as as wrestling fans of what we want to see and what I think we're going to get. So take a listen. Is that this match is generation versus generation. I am not here to kill Dustin Rhodes. I'm here to kill the Attitude Era. My entire lot, my whole class of peers, has been compared to these gilded late 90s through the early 2000s for over a decade, and it's an utter sham. Sure, you paved the roads for us, but gosh, you set the speed markers at 35 because you are terrified of any of us putting our foot down on the pedal. 
You mean to tell me some pissant bodybuilder making every match a no DQ, meandering around the crowd, throwing the jib cam at his opponent, compares with a Kenny Okada match? Or some brawl and panty spectacular can match up with what the women did last September 1st? Or even Dwayne, as electric as it was, rhyming and raising, was it really better than what Punk said sitting on that stage? Listen, I am the least Rhodes of the Rhodes. But they gave me a pair of boots. I've got the basics. When you do something to death, when you ride something to death, that's literally what happens. When that animal can't go anymore and it falls out on the trail and you can feel the tension in its eyes in its fluttered breasts of panic and it knows it's going to die and it wants to die. You don't just believe it because you love it. You pull from the hip. You roll your fingers on the steel of the chamber. You pull the hammer back. You do not anticipate the recoil, and you blow it away. That is good. I love my brother. <laughs> it's uh, such a good promo, man. It's such a good promo, and it's, and you know, obviously it was it was hyping up for the the match at uh, All In or All. It would have been All Out, I think, at that point. With uh, with Cody and Dustin, but damn, was that good! Like, it's it's exactly what we all are kind of doing right now, as we we talk about how WWE is kind of dropping the ball, and all these other companies are starting to figure it out. It's it's all going together, and we're all kind of getting this this whole new wave of of uh, new wave of of talent and combinations of matches. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, I don't think Alex is getting back in here, so I'm going to have to just press on here. Um, I don't know if he's still calling this Tokyo Gorontai. we got to figure this out. Um, if anybody uh, anybody listening here, no sour wrong guy, what's his little mini stable that he runs called? Because uh, I cannot for the life of me, remember. I thought it was. I thought it was just Tokyo Gruntai, but you know when when we we get into all these stables and everything, it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense half the time what what Noah does with these juniors. God, I got to try to find uh, Quatero Suzuki now. This is probably some of the worst audio we've ever. T- Delivered on this show. If anybody, if anybody has any uh, any stuff on that, that uh, let's see. After his, yeah, and then it's then it's that question mark guy. All right, so I think I got all this uh, all this lined up here for these stables of who went where and did what. And these guys, full th- oh, I forgot about full throttle. Apologies, don't forget full throttle. And then, I, I, if I remember too, Harada and Katoge reformed their groove. 
We got Yohei, uh, Yohei, Hajime Ohara, and uh, who's the other guy? Osaki Yoshioka. Um, but let's let's get into this this Dragon Gate show because this Dragon Gate show man was so good. Uh, opening match, we saw Don Fuji, Gamma, and Ultimo Dragon take on Team Boku. Bokudomo Dragon punched Tomonaga and Ryo Saito. Uh, two and a half on this. Bokudomo wins via Lamaha Strahl on Gamma. And Ultimo Dragon stops, and he's like, all right, do it. Show me you can do it. And he's doing it. And he's Okay, and he's clapping for uh, Bokudomo. So I don't know where they're going with Bokudomo Dragon and Ultimo Dragon, but it's it's enjoyable, and it's something for the time being to do with Big R Shimizu that I think is fine. And you know they'll they'll pull the trigger on him when they need to, but it's good. It's it's keeping uh, Ultimo in a, in a fun little role too, without having to invest too much into him. Uh, next up, went three and a quarter on this. Kaisuke Okuda and Yosuke Santa Maria defeated Genki Horiguchi and Kenichiro Arai. Oka, uh, Okuda with the armbar on Arai. Uh, nice tag match there. Is solid, solid action as always from Okuda. Yosuke Santamaria had some fun spots there with Genki as well, but uh, they get the W in this contest. Uh, third on this, this is the one we were talking about earlier. Red members Diamante, Hip Hop Kakuda, Kaito Ishida, and Kazuma Sakamoto defeat the Masquerade Squad of Jason Lee, Kota Minura, La Estrella, and Shun Skywalker. Ishida with a devastating ankle lock to Jason Lee. The same finish they had in their uh, uh, the KBS Hall show at the end of January. Kaido Ishida, too, getting the ankle lock locked in and then drops it into, like, an STF with the ankle lock. Just vicious. Gets on the mic, calls out Skywalker. I can't wait for their match. I cannot wait for Champions Gate because it's good. I think it's the seventh. I truly think there's a shot that Kota Minora can – or um, Excuse me, Kaido Ishida wins the title. I, I doubt it. I'd give it a, a very I but I think I think there's a small shot that that, that they do it. Um but we'll see what happens with it. Because I think they could go that route and then that's when they punt out uh Aita from R E D uh to get set up for uh Kobe World, which I still think Aita's gonna gonna do something with Yoshino, whether it's against him or tag with him. Uh, then we had uh, Masaki Mochizuki and Takashi Yoshida. What in the hell am I on? No, I do not see you. I'm sorry. Uh, Masaki Mochizuki and Takashi Yoshida losing to uh, BB Hulk and Eita. Uh Hulk hits the first flash on Takashi Yoshida as they drop the fall, surprisingly, too, after they, they uh, the tournament. Uh, winning the tournament, getting BB Hulk and Kai. Uh, and Kai. So, Interesting to see. Maybe it was because Aita was in the match. Then we had Ben K, uh, Kagatora, and Shuji Kondo take on the Natural Vibes unit of KZ, Susumu Yokosuka, and UT. KZ via the Spider Twist and Kagatora getting the victory with three and a half on that. Oh, oh. You, no, you're, Dude, I, I was you. talking that whole time, and it was fucking good. Yeah, you were... You were uh, I lost you at, uh, I think, 46, 14 minutes ago. I think I lost you. 14 minutes ago? Mm-hmm. Jesus. I lost you before I uh, brought up uh, um, uh, Show and Hiromu. Oh, I went on a great tangent on that. 
<laughs> and then I kept delaying it because I was like, I know he's got something good to say. So then I played the Well, Cody why didn't Rhodes you promo. like message me that whole time? Well, I, I answered you when you said, am I on? I said, um, I can't hear you. Oh, I thought it said, I can hear you. But yeah, then no, I was I confused by the Y-L-U. Yeah, that's why I resent the U because I remember I typed like an idiot. I was like, that doesn't make sense. Damn it. It was so good. Yeah, now all <laughs> I said about a Romu and show on that wonderful tangent, um, of course, with the time bomb, to connecting to get the victory for Hiromu. Uh, tremendous match of strength between these juniors. I mean, shows the guy. He's the future. I get why Hiromu is still your champion, uh, of course, for that big anniversary show, for Sonata to continue his LIJ hit list. Um, but I thought, you know, this was a very, very good match. One thing that's irritating me, I know you're a Japanese commentary type of guy, but Kevin Kelly, he he hinted at it with the Never Championship with, uh, with Shingo Takagi and, of course, the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi, but also did it with this junior match. He was like, well, the the the, uh, the, the time, you know, the, the longest match in these championship bouts history is such and such. Well, both those matches, of course, then broke the record. So that was a little irritating. Um, but uh, I thought this was a, a a great match. Not an amazing, not a rewatch, but definitely a match. One of the better matches of both nights uh, in Hiroshima here. But uh, awesome match. I, I don't know what they're going to do when Yo comes back. I don't know if he's going to be the one that turns on show, but show's definitely your guy to carry this division. If not... Uh, hopefully a couple years down the line, as I stated before, he crosses that barrier like Shingo and Will, and hopefully Hiromu soon, because Sho is the guy, like Taji Ishimori, I think, could go up against anyone. Yeah, yeah. I um, the, the one thing I will say, too, watching it, which I didn't bring up because I was stalling, I was, I was trying to write up this chart for the, for the Noah discussion, trying to figure out to make sense of these junior tables and shit, so I was typing the whole time. Um, but, uh, like, show is going to be, he's going to be a player. He's not, this match made me kind of feel like he's not, it's not yet. He's not there yet, but he is going to be like, you can see all, all the, the what would you tweak with him? He's got emotion. He's, he's got, I mean, to me, I think not flawless, obviously in the ring. I wouldn't tweak anything. I just, I think it's just, you know, it's just reps. You know, he just needs to get some more reps under his belt. That's all yeah. it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with him whatsoever, but like, you know, it's, would, would you, this is going to be a hard, hard, a hard sell. But mm-hmm. if you were to take a full body of work, not like, you know, what you're, you're, you, you nitpick one or you pick one match to go against one match, but like, Full on body of work. Like if you took fifty matches from the two, mm-hmm. who do you think is better worker, Shingo or Hiromu? Oh my god, that's like making me pick between my imaginary children. Um, <laughs> wow. Honestly, I uh, I would flip a coin, but I uh, my mind is telling me Shingo, even though my body is telling me Hiromu. <laughs> I, I would say Shingo also. And with using that as the caveat, that's why to me, like, that's that's why I feel like I enjoyed Shingo and Show so much more than Hiromu and Show. Okay. Where it's not that I, you know, I, I would four stars on it. It's still a notebook match. 
So it's not like it was bad by any means, but I just I feel shingles fingles shingle just because of experience and pulls him how around. long he's been doing it is just a little bit better than Hiromu. But Hiromu, mm-hmm. I mean, he's my match of the year right now, him and Ishimori from the dome. So it's not like I'm whoa any means Bob yeah, spoiler alert for awards. Um well, I guess not awards because it's it's only been a month. Like legit, <laughs> Hiromu, like honestly, the way he saunters that character. I mean, and and as a wrestler, if he's not in by the end of this year, if he doesn't get a few IWGP Championship uh, shots, um, but if if he's not like in any top three wrestlers of the year, I don't know, like. Uh, He's just so good. Like the presentation just screams star, screams Tokyo Dome, screams he will headline a night if they go back to two for Wrestle Kingdom 16. He should be headlining a night there because oh, he is he's that damn good. Or he, he, he's probably my number two, right? Number one or number two right now. Be, be either above or behind Shingo. Whoa. Not Go Shiozaki. I mean, is it? Like, he hasn't really wrestled a lot this year. He hasn't since <laughs> December. Boom. <laughs> uh, but but he would no, have like just, two hours. Yeah, I just feel, yeah, pre, the pre-show starts at one thirty. I'm, I'm intrigued. It's Muto. Um, but I was I was running through Dragon Gate. I think as you kind of came back in, I. I, I literally was on the uh, I finished the natural vibes match. So yeah, um, do you have any do you have anything you want to touch on about the Boku Mo, uh, Team Boku Fuji Gamma Ultimo match? That it was tight. <laughs> I'll take no. The whole so, show um, was was awesome. Um, why is Gamma so angry as he tripped up trying to get to the ring during the entrances? Awesome, Don Fuji. Why is he so cool and angry? Also pissed. Takes it on and punch Tamatanga. God bless uh, uh, Demetrius there. Um, but that huge boot knocking him down. I love the Ultimo and Bokutumo uh, storyline here. I loved how, you know, as, as Boku was getting that, that pin uh, a la Ultimo Dragon style, he just got into the ring and just watched him. Clapping along <laughs> with the crowd, doing his best Jay White impression. Like, all right, Go let's ahead. see this effort do this. I, I want. I want. To, I want to see how flawless your Lamaha Strong Cradle is. Like, I will do it. <laughs> no, this is a good opener. There wasn't as many hijinks, which I kind of dug, and it was. And then Ultimo kicking uh, Bokutumo right in the gut afterwards is the most heelish thing he's done in two decades. I remember something I forgot to say when, we, when I was running through this, uh, these matches, but there was a great spot between Ultimo and Bokutumo. Um, where they were the only two, they both came and tagged in, and they did a basically a back 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 and forth exchange spot, just like any other you know two guys would do in the ring, and then mm-hmm. you know the pose down. But there wasn't any wrestling; it was them doing like Bokudamo's doing the the arm swirl skip around thing that um, Ultimo did back at the J Crown, and then uh, Ultimo does it back to Bokudamo, and they kind of do another arm hijinks where. Where you know when you raise the left arm, everyone gets quiet. When you raise the right, everyone cheers. And they did that back and forth at each other, and then they just posed, and then they tagged out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was tight. <laughs> um, you know, no you, you, 
kind of already talked about the next match earlier when uh, you said Kenichi Arai is is Choco Pro. What Genki two belts? <laughs> Make it a thing. Get it trending. Uh, Kaisuke Akuda, Yosuke, Santa Maria, amazing tag team. Tea bag alert with uh, Santa Maria there. Um, but that baller Akuda mask she was wearing during that yes. Tremendous. Uh, no, I thought this was a you know fun match. I love how uh, Santa Maria was a hot tag. Uh, of course, like I said, giving uh, that tea bag special to Genki there. Um, then Genki hitting that spike spinning DDT. But of course, uh, the big spot was uh, Genki throwing uh, Yosuke Santa Maria into Okuda as they kiss, and then of course Okuda. Uh, just gets the cross arm breaker just all of a sudden, just right on, you know, awry. And then, of course, he's forced to tap there. So I, I kind of dig that team. Unfortunately, I don't think uh, Okuda and Santa Maria will be teaming anytime soon, especially after this event here. Um, but Iowanabe. Yeah, that's down. what I didn't say earlier. I wanted to leave that for you. Yo, kicking him right in the dick, as Ryan would say. And then just leaves without saying a word. Tremendous, yeah, like, tremendous. Yep, I'm next, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, bro- I, I talked about the awesome eight-man tag, which, think about this, too. You didn't even have Dragon Daya in, in the match, who arguably yeah. might be, like, yeah. the second best guy in that stable. Didn't well, I mean, Kota Minura is pretty tight. Not yeah, and, I mean, and, and Jason Lee's really good. <laughs> much. Well, really yeah, good. Jason Lee's um, tremendously I mean, improved. You know, you're seeing Masquerade in these multi-man matches, and they don't even have on their team. And they're still doing great. You know, I'm so. kind of mad at myself. I didn't realize that. Was he a part of the entrance at least? No, no. He. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but Daya hasn't been there. I think Damn. since. I don't even know if he was at Final Gate. No, I think he was. I hope he but it makes have sense why we haven't seen um, Daya Inferno, I think. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Maybe he's selling that injury. Or maybe he's helping out with the uh, AEW Women's Eliminator Tournament. <laughs> but, I, man, I tell you what. Uh, or what if they fly Kuda? him into MLW? <laughs> Take on uh, Leo Rush. Hip-Hop Kakuda with Lee, Minora, and Estrella and those guys. Like, Hip hop Kakuta's chemistry with like God, he's good. This kid is so good. There's a there's a spot where he gets flipped <laughs> into the corner, and he, and he comes in and charges in the corner. When he goes to do the hip attack in the other corner, um, before he runs over, he chops Jason Lee back into the corner. Like, no, get your ass back in there. And then he runs and charges and lays out Menorah. Like, he's good, man. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, <laughs> so it's Kota Minora and, and Jason Lee, but let's not forget about Kickboy himself, as that was one of the main focuses of the match. Uh, Ashida and Shun Skywalker, uh, I loved how they just, you know, went toe-to-toe, fist for fist, strike for strike. Um, you know, of course, just to tease a little before their bout on March 7th. Um, but I loved how Shun Skywalker just laughed off Ashida's challenges and comments right after the bout there. <laughs> Ashita, man, with that sick ankle lock that goes into an STF. Take that, Jason Lee. <laughs> Tapping all day. Um, and then, like I said, I was surprised uh, Hulk with the first flash beats 
Takashi Yoshida, even though they're getting the title shot because they won that tournament. Maybe mm-hmm. it was just because Ata was in the match. I don't know, but wasn't expecting that. Um, it, it was a whatever match, too. It just felt something felt off with Mochizuki, and I, I don't know what it was. I think that's what hurt it for me. He just didn't, yeah, he just seemed like he didn't want to be there. To be yeah, honest with you, I don't know if that's the senpai gimmick or what. You know, he's supposed to be stoic and not give a shit. But yeah, it was. And I love me Cyber Kong. I love me Takashi Yoshida, man, like no other. Since he is my uh, Dragon Gate doppelganger, uh, especially on a good hair day. But uh, yeah, I, I could see where you could see it was kind of uh, kind of off there. But how about BB Hole countering that cyber bomb? By the way, just so Kai can come in. And uh, essentially knock Yoshida's ass down. But BB uh, uh, Hulk, man, since, you know, joining R.E.D., especially teaming with Kai, uh, the fountain of youth, he's moving a lot better than even, you know, I would say a year, year and a half ago, it seems like. So uh, I'm glad to kind of see him having a little bit of fun as well as Kai. Just healing it up. <laughs> Take that, Austin Aries. Man, I'm, I'm watching, uh, I, I'm looking at, I don't know how I ended up down this rabbit hole. Um, of What, Army uh, Hammer stuff on Reddit? I, I was, well, I was That's looking up some of these, some of these, these people. And um, t- the 2010 King of Trios tournament, um, you're, it was the semifinals with the colony, Fire Ant, Soldier Ant, Green Ant, which I think is like Orange Cassidy, um, Drew Gulak and somebody else. I can't remember who the other person was, but they wrestled Timo Saka Pro, which is uh, uh, Sushi Katoge and Noah, Daisuke Hirata and Noah, and uh, Tadasuke. And then the other one, King of Trio semifinal match, uh, Team Big Japan, which was Kankuro Hoshino, Yuji Okabayashi, and Daisuke Sakamoto taking on the Brudenschaft Discus, whatever that is, Tursas. Aries, I don't know who are in those gimmicks, and Claudio Castagnoli. Wow, with hair? Yeah, and the match started with Sekimoto and Castagnoli working together. Jesus. <laughs> like, holy shit, I don't know how I got down that rabbit hole, but I'm glad I did. What's crazy uh, is, like, he's so much bigger than Claudio, but yet Claudio's strength is probably on par. <laughs> you know, what you're, you're like, what? <laughs> oh, but that lean... <laughs> Oh, UT, um, by the way, I know you've been talking about him for a while, yeah. but whoo, he is dope. And uh, that's all I got to say. Take that Ben K, getting that yeah, beard UT done looks from UT. Yeah, as hell in, uh, in natural <laughs> vibes. I was like, let's go get like four colors in his hair. And shit. He's ducking oh, like... a spear and then just doing a crazy suicide dive just to take out the rest of the uh, Shuji Kanda and, and Kajitora, which F that guy, but uh, yeah, UT, <laughs> man. Man, oh. I'm all about that. KZ, yeah, you know, I'm, you know how I feel about KZ. That KZ time was pretty damn tremendous, even though he was uh, gets deadlifted by Ben K, which again, <laughs> another different look for Ben Kizi yeah, here, but uh, black I'm all hair, and he's yeah, like not clean shaven. Like a jerk, looking like, all where's younger. Your, where's your tan? I didn't know it was him for the longest time. And if Eric Bischoff was uh, kind of, you know, behind Dragon Gate, we all know Ben K would have been getting a push since he's not tan. <laughs> when, 
Would he be Ben K. Bischoff? <laughs> womp womp. Yeah, yeah KZ with the spider twist on Kagatora to get the victory. Um, and then we get Dragon Kid Yamato uh, defeating RED members Kai and SB Kento in a shocking turn of events. Dragon mm-hmm. Kid with the Bible on SB Kento. Yeah. I was shocked. Why is I that? Was shocked that they had Kento take a fall. Couldn't believe it. Oh. And to be fair, like, though, wouldn't you count the DQ that happened early, uh, you know, like four minutes into the match? Um, don't you think, you know, well, I guess they still would have taken the loss since SB Kento yanked the mask off a of dragon kid there. But so I guess, you know, <laughs> kids got to get his revenge. So, I mean, yeah, I, I thought that was cool. Like it, it didn't. If he, Is that if his first dragon kid pinfall loss? loss? Yeah, that, uh, I mean, at least since joining R.E.D. Okay. But, you know, if, if he just goes and beats Kid, then after that, the Kid just looks like a complete geek. So I like that he got it. Like, I was not mad. I was shocked. Yeah. Um, it sounds like on March 4th at the Corican show, uh, kid and, uh, Kid's going to face Kenta one-on-one, and then Yamato and Kai are going to have a match. Yeah. There better be Which, a brawl for it all. But, yeah, Kento or Dragon Kid after the match just on that mic looking and yelling at SBK. Yeah, so I was like, oh, there's going to be a match. Tight. And then uh, that you, you got to see that spot I was trying to describe on Monday or Sunday when we talked when Kai's like – Yamato's got him in a choke, so Kai just dumps himself with him over the top rope, and Yamato just hangs on, and then he just starts shoving his face into the cement. And and Kai's laughing at him (laughs) in the corner. Yamato won't stop hitting him. Oh, Kai. (laughs) And then we see Benske come out. Mm -hmm. And uh, Yamato, Dragon Kid, Ben K, and uh, uh, Kaisuke Okura form a, a unit. And they will debut the name on that uh, Corican show. TBD. Uh, if you had to pick three names, what would they be? Go. Oh. Um. <laughs> God, I don't know. Why you have to go spot like that, huh? Benske Mato Kid. <laughs> yeah, but they have like such cool names like Blood Warriors. Junction Dragon. I like Yamasuke Dragon. And Berserk. Like, they have all these cool-ass names. Pontiac. It'll be like like Crumbling Towers or some, like, random (laughs) shit like that. And then there's Deep Drunkers. No, it'll be called Muscle and Hair. Or, since Yamato's got the hair, and Ben Ben Kesey's got the the muscles. Or, um... What else could you call them? Damn it. I, oh, it could be called Bartab since the whole uh, gimmick with the match was Yamato makes everyone pay for his Bartab. So that's why Kai turned and everyone turns on Yamato because they're tired of paying his tabs and for his cab rides and his bar and his, and his booze. Oh, no, that's funny. I was like, I love this underlining storyline moment. This is really this advances this even more now. Like I'd be pissed too. <laughs> I I really hope Shuji Kondo goes with him. I don't know. I just I like him. I think I well, think Shuji Kondo's Kay, good, but and I think him and Ben K are good together. And but like know. like I had said for anyone that was worried about the that that uh, shouldn't Skywalker spot with Ben K. Ben K is just 
does whatever he wants already. He, he's out there just fucking. All right, we'll see ya. <laughs> I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they they definitely uh, some really really great stuff. It was I'm I'm happy you had me watch this show, even though it was primarily all tag matches. But again, just to kind of see the other ragtag group of Dragon Gate wrestlers was was tremendous to watch. Um, Hideki Suzuki, um, is he going to be a big deal as a coach since they have all, you know, a little bit more Japanese talent? What are your thoughts on Suzuki's departure? Hideki Suzuki is, is he going, is he, did he, is he coming overseas? Yeah. He left like a few weeks ago. I want to say, man, that was so random. I was not expecting you to ask me that. I was going to ask you that when you mentioned Minoru Suzuki and you mentioned another Suzuki and I was going to bring up Hideki Suzuki and then I think we got like cut off oh. and I went on a great 12 minute monologue on, on New Japan. I just, I don't think, like he, I don't, I don't know how him, the way he wrestles and trains and his style is going to work in NXT. Like, like, okay. It's very cool. slow comparable to NXT stuff. Or like, you know, kind of ring work. Well, Timothy Thatcher will probably love it, but like, wasn't well, that why he's there? Is it because of Thatcher? Probably. But I mean, the like, catch can. You're gonna you're gonna try to have like, like some of these guys in some of these matches wrestle like Hideki Suzuki. What the hell. Like, I don't want to watch Velveteen Dream do a Hideki Suzuki style match. I don't think anyone wants to watch Velveteen Dream have any type of match <laughs> like, for a long, long time. He, if, what is he going to teach the Undisputed Era? I think they're going to teach him. It's not as bad as when Kendo Kashin was there. <laughs> oh, here we go. Is he even there anymore? No, no, they they fired his ass. Uh, quick thing, we're going to head back to the New Japan route because, again, I went on this thing, uh, which was, I thought, tremendous on the archives. Ow, I just got a leg cramp. Um, <laughs> so, of course, Ow. after that, that horrifically abysmal main event of Sonata and Kota Ibushi for the, uh, the double gold championships that Ibushi currently still holds, of course, Naito coming out, challenging Ibushi for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, Ryan. Of course, we all know he despises that belt. He drags it. He's broken it. He's throwing it in the trash, a la Medusa. So why does he want the IC title? Wasn't this idea his to be you mm-hmm. know, dual champion? Tsuya Naito, for God's sakes. And yeah. yet he's like, hey... We're going to go Vince McMahon and just say, I want your Intercontinental Championship. A belt he has said he does not care for. But are they just going to Shinsuke Nakamura him and say, you make this belt because we're never going to give you the IWGP Heavyweight Championship ever again? I, like, I'm happy as hell that they're going to split, hopefully split these titles Give up. it to Shingo. Yeah, I just that's my that's part of my issue is give it to Osprey. Not only does does Naito come in now and look like a geek going, well, I don't even want the main one. I just want this one back. 
But now if he beats Abushi, now you just had your champion, your your IWGP heavyweight champion lose a title. Well, we know he's gonna uh Abushi's gonna lose. They literally just spoiled what's gonna happen. They should have just had him vacate. Because now he's gonna look now now it's it's like you've already had a you already had Sonata kick out of two Commodores tonight or yesterday. Like it's bad enough. Now, so you're already telling people that a simpleton like Sonata can kick out of that move. Mm-hmm. So now you're already telling me that move's not that effective. But now you're going to have him lose one of his titles too? Like, just take the belt off him then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, am I am I crazy saying that? No, no, it's it's ridiculous. Like I said, even Abushi looks bored. Hell, Abushi was even a little boring during that main event against Sonata. I'd rather watch seven Taichi matches than Sonata Abushi yet again. Hell, I'd rather watch five Yoshihashi matches circa 2018 than watch another Naito Abushi match where we already know the outcome. Of the IC title being dropped. <laughs> I'm just... Fuck, give it the show, for God's sakes, then. Well, I, I, you got to... I mean... Let's be a little realistic. But... Like, <laughs> I mean, he ain't even won the junior yet. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I where you're going, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, why is Naito going to win this title? Have Shingo win it. You obviously had Shingo drop the never, so that way Tanahashi can transition to Okan. Fine. I'm cool with mm-hmm. that because that's a good starter title. Yeah, but, and it's helping. But push yeah. Shingo. Yeah. Do you think they're they're going to wait for Dominion to have Naito Shingo for the Intercontinental? Ooh, very, very possible. Because you got to get the title off of Abushi before that. So does he drop it at this castle attack thing? the hell is that? Is that an NES game from 1991? Because <laughs> he's got, because the New Japan Cup will have to be, you know, the winner of that is Sakura Genesis. Mm-hmm. And then you have the anniversary show. Yeah. Which, well, anniversary shows before New Japan Cup, before Sakura Genesis. So that one's in April? Um, so the, the first April 4th, I think, is Sakura Genesis. The New Japan Cup will start in the middle of March after the anniversary show, that's usually like, I think it's like March 4th or 5th. And then Castle Attack is like the 24th. So you watched night two of New Beginning in Hiroshima? I watched all of night one and only two matches of night two. So apparently Evil and Okada, and I was fast forwarding, I was like, what, they're having a singles match? And I was like, (laughs) five minutes? And... It ended in a DQ double countout thing because Evil choked out Okada with a chair on the floor, and then and then Evil and Okada had a one on one that went for like four or five minutes, and then Dick Togo came in with the Garut wire and started choking out Okada, and yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling Castle Attack February twenty seventh. The cards have been announced. Satoshi Kojima, Hiroshi Tenzan, and Hiroshi Tanahashi will battle the United Empire members. Will Ospreay, Jeff Cobb, what? and Great Okan. I think you're right about that uh, blood sport there. Uh, it's 
that could be a really damn good match, especially with the uh, the matches we had uh, just last week uh, between uh, four of those gentlemen there. But of course, we got Yoshihashi taking on Tonga, Hiroki Goto taking on Tama Tonga, King of Pro Wrestling 2021, Toriano defending that trophy against fan of <clears throat> Pro Wrestling Summit, Chase Owens. Yes, you can watch. Ryan and Pro Wrestling Summits every Friday night. This Friday night, actually, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. The S1 definitely in effect, a wonderful tournament that will lead into wonderful treasures and championships galore. Um, also, we have Jay White, the Switchblade, taking on, I was going to say Paulo Hero, but Big Tom Ishii, and of course, Kazuchika Okada taking on Evil. Wow. February 28th, back-to-back nights. Tenkozy, Koji, and Tenzan teaming up to take on Jeff Cobb and Will Osprey of the United Empire. Then, we'll, of course, we'll have Chaos taking on Bullet Club. But, of course, four title matches on the second night of Castle Attack. Oh, yeah. What castle in Japan, for God's sakes? Tell me, Ryan, how many castles you saw in Japan. Gorillas uh, of Destiny. T- one. Whoa. And a defense tower. Is that what you told the uh, the ladies? No, I told him I met uh, Masashi Takeda and Kento Miyahara. Whoa. And they, and they just looked at me. And then they, they I, pointed to a uh, vending machine where you could buy I, their stuff. Features had me do one of those one of those dating app things and I, I when I was like hammered and I realized when I looked at it, I don't remember which one it was, it doesn't matter. Um uh but I have one of my pictures on there is me with Daisuke Sakamoto and Yuji Okabayashi. <laughs> Man, they want like, those yeah. guys. <laughs> I don't remember what I did. It was one of those. They're like, things. who's this gaijin all of a sudden? <laughs> That's a tight. We have the WGP Tag Team Champions, uh, Gorillas of Destiny, taking out Chaos members, looking to be Dos Belts, uh, Dos Belts, Yoshihashi, and Hiroki Goto. Never open open weight championship matchup champion Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, will hopefully strum against his match against Great Okan. Of course, a rematch from Wrestle Kingdom 15, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. What? I thought we were supposed to have a tag match beforehand. I think uh, that's Hiroma not the Ta- Okay. Hiroma Takahashi will take it on El Phantasm, which I cannot wait for that. And IWGP Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> Go to Bushi Tetsuya Night. at the Road to Castle Attack will be the junior tag titles. Intercontinental <laughs> Championship main events. Why Why does um oh Road to Castle Attack also will have Yuto Nakashima making his debut as the newest young lion. He's 24 years old, has a background in MMA, judo, and jiu-jitsu, as well as water polo. He spent a year in the following dojo before it became New Japan New Zealand Dojo and then entered the Noge Dojo in June of 2020. He sounds like a a Okuda ripoff, but he can't do any of those MMA moves. He's going to do like five moves. Yeah, he's... this guy would like prosper if he was in Dragon Gate, but they would have been five years younger. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Harold um, Mage. Th- those, uh, how come the Castle Attack shows are like the sickest shows? Like, 
Like I'm, I am jacked for Castle Attack. No, I'm I'm jacked for Tenkozy and the uh, the the Six Man from Night One six with uh, with those guys. And then Night One, we have we get five singles matches. Yeah, that rules. And then Night G-O-D Two is like four, four title matches. <sighs> I'm all about LP, and that's going to be good. So as much now. I said this. I said this when when it wasn't picking up your stuff. I think there's a shot that Fantasma wins the title, so then they can have Hiromu chase him till next year's dome, because of how good of a heel Fantasma is. Chase like, LP till the dome. Yeah, Hiromu would chase. You know, Why do we need Hiromu to win and chase another championship he's held many many times? That makes no sense. Because I think no that sense. was the plan last year. Yeah, but. But Tanahashi said, "Hey, Hiromu Takahashi, I want you to face me for this." He issued a challenge to Hiromu on commentary. Well, I don't know why he issued a challenge to him because he ain't gonna be champ after the twenty eighth. Damn. <laughs> but here's here's the positive. Okay, I, I most likely Hiromu's not losing, so that means at the um, at the anniversary show we're gonna get Kota Ibushi and Hiromu Takahashi. Even before you said what you were going to say about LP possibly winning, I thought about that in my mind, and I was going to bring that up to you. I was like, what if we get El Fantasmo and Kota Ibushi at the anniversary show? Because That would be good, too. Why not, A, you know, but B, you know, he just plays that scumbag heel so well, and Kota Ibushi is uh, apparently a robot cyborg sent from the future now, since he displays no emotion, uh, since he is a god. But... um, I think that could, I mean, either way, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, ooh, see what I did there? But um, <laughs> but I think uh, Hiromu is definitely the, the right one, especially since he didn't get his match with Naito at 2020's anniversary show. So I'm still bummed about, which I'm still excited that uh, Pro Wrestling Tees sells that shirt. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should buy this. The uh, Hiromu uh, Naito shirt, where it's like, it says verses and then it has like their statistics on the back because it was supposed to happen. Yup. That would be tight. Did you see the shirt on the New Japan website for the shirts that they're not selling on processing tees yet? At least to uh-huh. my knowledge it's on there. Um they have a Moxley Kenta shirt. Oh those no shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very it, similar it to It says that. uh Mox versus GTS on the back of the shirt. Whoa. It looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, like, nice. Do you think uh, it was a fair statement by Mosley to say that everybody has stolen from Kenta? Uh, yeah. Kenta is like, I'm, like, Kenta's one of the best wrestlers like that people don't realize is one of the best wrestlers. Even with like, purple hair. <laughs> like, I... I like he's he's a shell of himself now. That's that's why I'm always always like ah. I wish people would have seen how good he was in like in the early aughts. You know, like mm-hmm. like 15 years ago, he had a match. I think it was in New York, or it was in Edison, New Jersey, um, when Ring of Honor was like like 2004, 2008, when Ring of Honor was hot and they had everybody. And he had a match with Roderick Strong that had they not botched the finish, might have been one of the greatest ten matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, how they, did they botch they, the finish? 
Because the, the the finish was to do a reverse go to sleep where he would go to sleep in the back of his head. Ooh. But they couldn't get it to work. Ooh, yeah. I don't know how. Why would you even try to get that to work? So he tried it twice, and then after it didn't <sighs> work, then he just picked him up and just murdered him with a normal one. But had it's like Nate not- Robinson trying to kick a basketball and slam dunk it at the same time 80 times. <laughs> yeah, like, damn it. <laughs> and when he went for it, everyone's like, oh, like everybody knew what they were trying to do, too. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. But that sounds like a, an indie finish, though, where you're like, oh, this match is amazing. And then it's like a shite ending. You're like, oh. You need to see four, some three, old four. Ring of Honor, though, man. It's, my God. Like, 20, like when they had a Hernandez I, and how time? No, well, that was, like, later in Ring of Honor. I'm, I'm talking about, like, like some of these shows, it's like, some of these Ring of Honor shows are just, like, that was a show? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. wait, that happened? Um, I wonder if... Oh, let me. I wonder if I can find the actual card for this event database. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so this was from January tenth of two thousand five, or was it? Is it supposed to be October? October. Sorry, this website's uh, European. It was at the New York New Yorker Hotel Grand Ballroom. Hmm. Okay, so Claudio Castagnoli defeats Claudio or Colt Cabana. Okay. Uh, Chris, Christopher Daniels defeats Azriel and Matt Seidel in a three-way. Um, Azriel, did he do anything else? He was Angel Dustin. He was in um, uh, the whatever the hell those CCK or whatever they were called. What the hell is that stable called? Special K. That's what he was in. So whatever. Uh, Sal Rinal, Rinal and Tony Mamaluke defeat BJ Whitmer and Jimmy Jacobs for the tag titles. BJ Whitmer. Uh, Nigel oh, the chastised Demetrius live. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I hate when uh, when they don't listen to us. Um, <laughs> Nigel McGinnis, uh defeats Jay Lethal. Ooh, what? Um, in, in a Jay special been with the Ring of Honor that long, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I suppose he was with TNA too. But... Special grudge match: Roderick Strong defeats Jimmy Rave. Ooh. Uh, Ricky Reyes. Uh, one half of the Havana Pitbulls defeats Pelly Primo in 47 seconds, which is just a squash, which Jeez. is awesome. Um, James Gibson, who was like mm. arguably the wrestler of 2005, defeats Jimmy Yang in 16 minutes. Wait, the incredible. guy who chastised Kamikaze Kazi Klecker? <laughs> yep. Um, and then Jack Evans That's defeats Homicide. That's where Sean Debar is on this card. <laughs> Jack Evans <laughs> defeats Homicide. And then in your main event, um, which has an average on cage match of 9.63 out of 10, uh, Kenta Kobashi defeats Samoa Joe. What? That happened? Yeah. In Ring of Honor? Yeah. Did people know Kobashi or no? Oh, yeah. That place went nuts. (laughs) Samoa Joe? Jesus Christ. I, like here's like I, I, here's a random here's a here's a random one I'm gonna pull up here. Um, final battle December twenty seventh two thousand eight. And then I'll stop ranting on this stuff. Um, so your opening match was Claudio Castagnoli versus Kenny Omega. Wow, what? Um, four quarter survival. Necro Butcher, Chris Hero, Jerry Lynn, and Rhett Titus. Nice. 
Uh, World Tag Team titles, Steen and Generico defend against Delirious and Jimmy Jacobs, the age of the fall. Mm. Six-man tag action with Brent Albright, Eric Stevens, and Roderick Strong against Sweet and Sour Incorporated, which was Go Shiyazaki, Davey Richards, and Eddie Edwards. What the hell? Really? Uh, then we had the Briscoes versus the Kensuke office, which was okay. Kensuke Sasaki and Katsuhiko Nakajima. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, ROH World what year was this? Oh, Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> ROH World Title Austin Aries versus Tyler Black. Okay. Uh, ROH World Title Match. Nigel McGuinness defends the title against Naomichi Marafuji. Wow. And then in your main, in your was main that event, your wet you dream know, back then? <laughs> kind of. But then this happened. Fight without honor. Your main event: Brian Danielson versus Takeshi Morishima, where he broke Danielson's eye orbital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that card is incredible. Is that on the uh, the Ring of Honor app? Because <laughs> I might have to uh, get that if all that shit, <laughs> that era is on there. Oh, fuck it. And yeah. who would have thunk, uh, 13 years later, Go Shiyazaki would be defending the GHC Heavyweight Championship against Keiji Muto. Yeah, look at this. Okay. Oh, my God. I, why didn't I go there? Chicago Ridge at Frontier Fieldhouse on November 22nd. Uh, don't care about the dark match. Uh, opening match, Steen and Generico defend the tag titles against the Briscoes. Wow. Uh, Miss Shift defends the Shimmer title against Sarah Del Rey. Delirious versus Rhett Titus. Four-way between Sammy Callahan, Alex Payne, Silas Young, and Claudio Castagnoli. Wow. Six-man war of Ace Steel, Brent Albright, and Roderick Strong against Chris Hero, Davey Richards, and Go Shiozaki. What? An I Quit match with Austin Aries against Jimmy Jacobs. ROH World Title Match, Nigel McGuinness versus Brian Danielson. And wow. then your main event, Samoa Joe versus Tyler Black. So, like, when Nigel was obviously doing, like, what was he doing, 205? He was doing regular NXT for a minute. Do you think, like, him and Danielson just, like, bullshit and just talk about, you remember when we used to wrestle? Like, <laughs> and, like beat That's... the shit out of each other? And, like, yeah, you remember you used to have hair twists? You know, Desmond Wolf. <laughs> like, Remember that guy took your gimmick? What was his name? The technical something? Oh, yeah. Ryan Cook. Yep. Be- between me and Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> <laughs> we just stripped Nigel of everything he had. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's just like these cards, like oh, Ring of Honor. And this isn't even like. Yeah. Full on primary. Like there was other Ring of Honors that were just even like way better than this. Like this was uh, this was um yeah, that'd so be this a was fun all, rabbit hole. Part of the reason I this was before HDNet. And I think part of the reason too why you didn't know about a lot of this is this was about a year before I started at Toys R Us. Okay. So we wouldn't have talked, like, I wouldn't have been like, hey, you should check this out. No, but you probably had the DVDs. Yeah. Like the year after, you were probably like, look at my collection. I was like, wow, it's a lot of porn. <laughs> World Tag Team title match, the American Wolves versus Brian Davis and Tyler Black. Six-man wow, tag. Wow, that's pretty cool, actually. Was this, uh, like, dickhead Danielson? Yes, this is probably ball. Oh. Douchey. 
Roger Strong versus uh, Austin Aries, Kenny King and Rhett Titus against El Generico Dos, which was player Dos, or um, Stu Grayson, Kenny Omega and Kevin Steen. What? (laughs) (laughs) I like how you just randomly, casually throw that out there. Oh, by the way. Yeah, Kenny Omega, Kevin Steen, and Stu Grayson from the Dark Order taking on uh, the All Night Express, Kenny King, Rhett Titus, and Austin Aries. Oh, I bet this was tight. Necro Butcher versus Chris Hero. Dude, the going back to that tag match, how many championships like to this day did those guys have? Over twenty? Which who which guys? Like Generico and them? Yeah, the Danielson, the Omega, the Steen and oh, the other guy. Probably so I mean, I had to have been. God. <laughs> I'm just like going back looking at some of this stuff and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. How I have some of these, um, some like of we these bitch on... and complain. Like when Cesaro resigned with the E, we're like, Oh, why? You know, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, they put in the work to get paid like a hundred dollars, $200 at these ROH, early ROH shows. Like you said, pre HD net pre, you know, Sinclair TV. So, I mean, should we be more lenient and be like, dudes, make your six to yeah, seven figures? because figure. we're selfish. We, we're selfish because we want to see, the, see them what they used to do. And yeah. they did that to get to where they are so they could comfortably make a living. And we want them, uh, we, want, we want old 2008. <laughs> yeah, we want these 40-year-old dudes to keep beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> like, legit. Like, okay, look at this shit. Why are we like this, to... though? Why are we so jaded? Because we're selfish. That's true. So, so September 20th, 2008, Glory by Honor 7 from Philadelphia. Jerry Lynn versus Kenny King. And NWA World Heavyweight title match, Brent Albright versus Adam Pierce. Hmm. FIP World Heavyweight title match, your current champion of, of FIP at the time, Go Shiyazaki, who came to the ring with Adam Pierce, Bobby Dempsey, Chris Hero, Eddie Edwards, Larry Sweetie, and Shane Hagedorn. Took on Kevin Steen. What? Uh, What? Yeah, Shizaki versus Steen. Uh, GHC Junior Heavyweight title defense is your GHC Junior champion, Brian Danielson, defends it against Katsuhiko Nakajima. Um, Eric Stevens versus Rhett Titus. Then we get six-man tag. Roderick Strong and the Vulture Vulture Squad, who was Ruckus and Jigsaw, Against Sweet and Sour Ink of Chris Hero, Eddie Edwards, <laughs> and Steve oh, Hagedorn. <laughs> oh. oh my God, get this. Uh, Claudio Castagnoli versus Kensuke Sasaki, the man who had a four minute chop spot yeah. with Kadiko uh, Bashi. ROH World Title Defense, Nigel McGuinness against El Generico. Wow. And then your main event, Steel Cage Warfare, The Age of the Fall, Delirious, Jimmy Jacobs. Um, uh, holy, wait a minute. Okay, so it's Delirious, Jimmy Jacobs, and Tyler Black versus Austin Aries and the Briscoes versus just Necro Butcher. <laughs> well, I mean, when you have an artillery like Necro Butcher, well, soon. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? One against all? What? We should have a poll and um, 
we should put some of these cards on or, or events and see whatever they vote on. Cause I obviously, I mean, I'm going to be straight up honest. I don't, I maybe have seen one or two matches, if not just a few snippets of like a Claudio Castagnoli match. Oh, like with God. him with hair. Like I honestly do don't think I've ever seen, I've heard and I've seen clips, but I, I don't think I've ever watched a full Kings of Pro Wrestling tag match. Oh, okay. Not until he got all fat, meaning Chris Hero. No, no offense. I mean, again, you yeah. deserve it when you go through all that shit. I mean, I'm I'm fat. I get it. Um, but like, Sorry. I've never seen them against like the Briscoes. I've never seen the Steen Generico feud. The lead up to them being tag champs to Steen going to you know I I've never seen any of that stuff. We, you know, if if you still are thinking about coming up for Mania since they're doing the collective, we we might need to just take a day to watch old ROH and just just so you can watch it. Yeah. Like you're gonna punch yourself for this one. So Chicago Ridge at the Frontier Fieldhouse, November thirtieth of two thousand seven. Were you in Chicago then? Uh no, I was in Minnesota. So opening match like a year or like seven months into uh, Minnesota. Okay, so so fairly new here. Yep. So four corner survival: Nigel McGuinness, Chris Hero, Claudio Castagnoli, and Naomichi Marafuji. <laughs> what? That makes no <laughs> sense. How that exists in Amer- on American in the, soil, let alone Chicago. <laughs> then in the in one of the for, smallest you know, venues, I might add. Yeah, and twelve hundred fans there. It said. <laughs> um, and then in in a. Uh, Best of three series match between the Resilience and the No Rewards Corps. Uh, Rocky Romero versus Matt Cross. Austin Aries versus Davey Richards. And Roderick Strong versus Eric Stevens. Then we get the Ring of Honor World title. Is that Damian Sandow? Who's Eric Stevens? Eric Stevens, he doesn't really wrestle anymore, but he was awesome. He was was a big boy. He was like... Who would you uh, compare? Oh, he was a big dude. Okay. He's like Elgin. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, then we get Ring of Honor World Title match, Takashi Morishima defending against Brian Danielson, and then in the main event, ROH World Tag Team Title Ladder Warfare, the Briscoes defending the titles against the Generico. Oh, man, I feel so uneducated again. <laughs> Dude, this ROH- is just Ring of Honor. Like that's the crazy part. Like. I'm, you know, kind of obviously still, you know, I didn't even watch that era of, of Puro, obviously, since I just got into it like six years ago. But it's it baffles me so much I miss because I was a Vince McMahon loyalist, which, what the hell. <laughs> Man, I'm just like looking at some of these, just some of these cards just blow my mind. Me and Dave were like, did you see that John Cena guy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I Like I said, no, I was already in Minnesota, so I was, like, alone just watching Lost, getting into that. Oh, I did go to this. So, here, so St. Paul, uh, April 27, 2007, um, the opener was the Minnesota home wrecking crew, Lacey and Rain, against the Dangerous Angels, Allison Danger and Sarah Del Rey. Then in a do-or-die wow. match, had Michael Elgin versus Rhett Titus. What's a um, do-or-die match? Like, do I you just like listen a, to random do-or-die songs throughout? <laughs> it was a tryout. And I remember screaming at Elgin the whole time, how he's a, I hate you, you're a piece of shit. 
you screwed Brian Klecker over. I hope you die. Like all these just horrific things in him because that's when he worked at IW and they screwed Brian and Venom out of the tag titles. Because they, they went to the promoter and like, you should have us win. And so then Elgin and this guy named Ash won the titles. Oh, uh, was Nate Newman there with you? Since he always uh, posts his F he, Michael Elgin. <laughs> he was there, but uh, he wasn't F, uh, F Michael Elgin yet, but I believe he was in the building. But then okay. we did get to see the F Michael Elgin as Jimmy Rave made his return and smoked Elgin with like running knees to the head. So that was great. Ooh. Then we got this Hoss fight, BJ Whitmer versus Shingo Takagi. <laughs> that ruled. Shingo hit him with a Uranagi off the top rope. Off the top? <laughs> then we had a ultimate endurance match. Uh, the Briscoes defending the tag titles against Gran Akuma and Hollow Wicked, uh, Jigsaw wow. and Quackenbush, and Mitch Franklin and Pelly Primo, where Jigsaw was legit knocked out. <laughs> then we had a Anything Goes tag team match between Brent Albright and Adam Pierce against Cole Cabana and Homicide. Four oh, quarters wow. Wow. with Rocky Romero, Delirious, Jack Evans, Eric Stevens. Your seven main event FIP World Heavyweight title match, Roderick Strong defending against Christopher Daniels. And then the main event, Takeshi Morishima defending against Austin Aries. So what was the FIT championship? Uh, FIP was Florida in the Florida Impact Pro or something like that. It was, they were like, uh, kind of like Evolve was oh. like Shimmer and things like that. So they were just kind of working together. Okay. And you were there for that show, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's pretty cool. Man. Was Mania 2006 in Chicago? Uh, 22, yes. Yes, it was. Man, they ran uh, – the, oh, yeah, that was the Chicago street fight with Homicide versus Colt Cabana in the main event when Homicide poured bleach down Cabana's throat. Oh wow! What? And then his hometown, also, no less. Yeah, Artway's world title: Brian Danielson versus Lance Storm. That happened. <laughs> what? Um, and then it was Artway's tag titles: Generation X, Aries, and Strong defended against Blood Generation Shima and Naruki Doi. <laughs> and then it was uh, Four Corners Survival: Chris Daniels, Jimmy Yang, Samoa Joe, and AJ Styles. You could have seen that one. Um. Six-man tag match. The Embassy, Alex Shelley, and Jimmy Rave, and Masada Yoshino took on Doofixer, Dragon Kid, Genki Horiguchi, and Ryo Saito. Wow. And this was 06? Yeah. And then it was Delirious versus Ricky Reyes. And then the opener was uh, Ace Steel, Jack Evans, Jimmy Jacobs, Matt Seidel, Jake Christ, and Dave Christ in a six-man. And then Owen Claudio was in a dark match, too. <laughs> you could have seen that in Chicago. Danielson and Lance Storm. Ugh, man. Instead, I just saw RVD winning a Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> Jesus. What a oh, dumb mistake I that, made. The night before that was the Blood Generation Do-Fixer six-man that I originally sent you on the, like, here's five matches to watch. Um, That was the, the, the six-man with Shima, Yoshino, and Doi against mm-hmm. Kid, Horiguchi, and Saito. That show also had Brian Danielson and Roderick Strong. That's pretty good. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there was. And Roderick Strong, crazy enough, looks exactly the same. (laughs) If not younger now, but his, you know, nine o'clock shadow is just there all the time. (laughs) And that was your. uh, 
your 24 minutes of random. That was your flashback ever. machine when Alex is <laughs> off the air for 19 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> All right. Akatoshi Saito versus Kenya Okada. Who do you got? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's, hey, look, this is a good card, man. Back I would love Kenya Okada would beat him, but I don't think it'll happen. I try, so I I went through and I made a graph to make sense of everything, and I think I got it kind of. So right now in in Noah we have Momono Saishun, uh, which is Daisuke Harada and Atsushi Katoge. We have the Dark Agents, which is Masao Inoue and Akatoshi Saito. We have Congo, which is Kano, Katsuhiko mm-hmm. Nakajima, Manabu Soya, Masakita Miyahao, Nio, and Tanisuke. Stinger right now is Yoshinari Ogawa, Hayata, and Yuya Susumu. The M's alliance consists of Keiji Muto, Masaki Mochizuki, Masakatsu Funaki, who is wrestling Kanoda tonight and is going to rule, mm-hmm. um, Yuko Miyamoto, Masato Tanaka, and Jirina Matsui, who's the female commentator, uh, Sugaragun, oh, and also Masahiro Chono. Sugaragun is ridiculous. <laughs> okay, this is Sugaragun. Agreed. Takashi Sugara, Kazushi Sakuraba, Kuzanari Murakami, Hideki Suzuki, Kazuyuki Fujita, El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr., Rene Dupree, Nosawa Rongai, Ikuno Hadaka, and Kendo Kashin. Which, then I believe Nosawa Rongai is in a spinoff of Tokyo Gurantai with Kotaro Suzuki, who now is with them after leaving Stinger. And then Yuya Susumu, who was that Oriente guy, joined mm-hmm. Stinger. And then there's another guy with Tokyo Gurantai, and I don't know who the hell his name is, so I just question mark. And then it's full throttle is Yohei, Hajime Ohara, and Seiki Yoshioka. Yohei. <laughs> Which then you got like Kenny Okada, as we mentioned, hanging around. Uh, Daiki Inaba uh, kicking it in there. You got um, you got Maybach Tanaguchi and uh, uh, Mohamed Yone is in the mix there somewhere. You got uh, Kiyomiya and Yoshiki Inamura there. You got and obviously Go Shizaki. So, kind of mm-hmm. where Noah is sitting right now. But, dude, I mean, nine matches on this show. This should be fun. It's going to be a long show. It's probably going to go four hours at least. It's going to be a good show, though. And it'll help me kind of get back on track with Noah, with, you know, some of the undercard there. Like I said, I'll, I got two days. Uh, going to split it. We'll probably come back on Saturday, guys, since I'll be home alone, apparently. Uh, but I also might be on a business dinner, uh, TBD. Um, but uh, we'll just do a quick uh, Noah. The 212 preview, if not, come back next week. But before we leave, Ryan, I got the biggest question of the early morning here. Who is the biggest slut in professional wrestling? Hell, in Puro Risu. The biggest slut? The biggest slut. Junakiyama, Shima, or of course, Everyone's favorite uh, dad, who's not Minoru Suzuki. Um, God, why can't I find his name? Uh, Mokuzuki. Masaki Mokuzuki. Since, you know, they are in like nine different companies, it seems like, since, you know, like 2019. Well, and don't forget, Shima and them are over in um, Bodyguard's company. But but that's what I'm saying. Like they just like boom boom boom, just hitting every company and saying, "Hey, maybe I'll see you later. Maybe I won't. I'm gonna be with this new one, with my side it, company." 
I'll go Shima. <laughs> it's because he wants that almighty yen, right? <laughs> yeah, that man wants no. Duffy, uh, I forgot. Duffy. I was like, oh yeah, Marafuji and Akiyama. I was like, damn, Akiyama has just been in like nine or not nine, but obviously three companies. You know, within the last year, you know, just alone, <laughs> like steadily. I mean, obviously this is probably like a one-off for the time, but it's just it's funny. I just saw Akiyama. Of course, you're gonna have you know Masaki Mokazuki. Uh, since he leads one of the greatest do- dojos in all of wrestling and the MMA, um, especially with the, uh, you know, Yakuza. <clears throat> but um, I will say, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go uh, Jun Akiyama, especially what he's doing with the Takashita over in DDT. Yeah, right. but, he, but he left all Japan. So it's not like he's back in all Japan. Yeah, but he was like with them booking for like years, and then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go do this. Because they kind of like forced him out. Did that? Was didn't he go to the E and train there for like a couple of weeks? Wasn't he one of those he was, guest trainers? He was going to. Okay. Then, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Because him and Trips are talking NXT Japan. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I, I thought there was a. So technically, that would have been four. He was only teasing with that one though. He was sniffing it out. <laughs> He's <was> sniffing it out. <laughs> it's like what you'll be doing, you know, soon. What? Sniffing it out. What? Who goes sniffing out? Back shots, ladies and germs. That's all we're doing. I could see that like playing in your mind, like you know, in a couple of months you bring bring a new lady back to the crib, and then you know you're just chilling on the couch, and then all of a sudden that song just pops up in your head, and you're like, yes, I will make the move. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow okay, so... you get like that Don King esque type hair in real in real time. You're like, what? what so a Bima, it's a it's a Bima pay per view for the Noah show. Willie Abima. Do I have enough fight credits to order it on fight? Tight. You should do that. I don't know if what a fight, fight credit is. I gotta see if I have any. I don't I don't have any ducats. <laughs> no. <Bima. laughs> Jesus, this card is insane. Even with pictures now for each match, this looks like wow. Yeah, that's a lot of card. Well, we have, what, what is it? Twelve years since they've been a Budokan. Mm-hmm. I have five app credits, so it's we're short by fifteen credits. <laughs> <laughs> also, before we go, uh, Noah released their new logo. A lot of people say, and it's very WCW Vince Russo era type. Uh, it's got the green coming back here. It's got kind of like the, the teeth-looking uh, letters of the N and the H, you know, kind of the pointing down there. What do you think? It's it, it's kind of like a Wrestle Universe logo, you know, DDT type with the ring, just pro wrestling, and then Noah in all green letters underneath. What are your thoughts on the new gimmick? Well, that there? was tight how you texted me as I sent you a message. <laughs> what? I sent you a message on... On uh, Facebook, as you sent me that message, <laughs> did you? Yeah, but it's not going through for some reason. Whoa! It keeps saying error. 
And, um, um, I figured out a place to, to watch to, the show is on right now, and you can watch it with English commentary too, but I just I don't want to say the link over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Those, I mean, again, okay, I got kicked off last I, time. I think you got it right now. You think we? You think we're gonna get a new uh, new champion? How huh? you think Shizaki's gonna lose? I just don't see what's left for him to do. I think it's part mm-hmm. of it. Like it's just taking out the legend. Okay, so so I guess let me say this then: if if oh, there's Tender. He looks tight as hell. Um, if um. If you have Shiozaki win, mm-hmm. then what does he do after that? Oh my God, Akatoshi Sato just smoked um, Kitty Okada. Kitty Okada. We're live, pal. <laughs> this is already on. And this is Stiff Noah at its finest. Since I hit the wrong <laughs> fucking button, I'm trying to full screen this bitch. Uh, don't click on the, the link that shows the English commentary because that one's been suspended. Ah. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't know what this dude's doing on his uh, his computer now. This guy's running some program. Wait, are you watching like a screen-on-screen screen type of thing? Yeah. That's weird. He's doing a screen cap, and he's doing all sorts of like coding and stuff. I don't know what That's he's doing. Crazy. Yeah, I'm watching like Hackers the movie. <laughs> Big <laughs> bad Angelina. <laughs> I guess that's just kind of my thought is like is there anything for him to do after if he beats Muda? Um well yeah, lose it to Cano. So you think that I mean and I'd be fine. Excuse me, I'd be fine with that. I almost feel like what they're doing is a way. No, you know what they need to do? He needs to drop it to the ace of not Congo, but of course, Los Infants Terribles, Shotoro Oshino. Which I know makes no sense, but that would be Just because, you know, he's pretty much murdered in in all Japan. Oh, they got a new ring, too. Okay, so the English link does work now. If you want to watch these awful British guys do commentary. Ew, British. He's testing the character now. I'm Kenny Okada. Willie Obima. These Keep guys. the women scream. Obima. Yeah, these, these guys suck. Japanese are letting go. Sweet. I can listen to uh, more Jim Cornette. Oh, I want. Yeah, you, you can podcast it. Akatoshi Saito dominates uh, Kenya Okada as stiff as I prefer it to be. Thank you, old man Saito, for beating the shit out of him. <laughs> so does the Bima have like nine different, ninety different screens? Like, how do I even find? It's like an old a- woman boxing. Rise yeah, one thirty one. Yeah, that's a whole. A Bima is a, a network like a like a Kate like Xfinity. So, so then all I search is Noah? Yeah, but you got to pay for the pay-per-view then. Why? You just said it was free. It, it is on that link I sent you on Facebook. Wait. 
the Russell Crowe movies on a Bima. Noah promised boats is the new title. <laughs> With subtitles. Higher ground. Budokan live. Oh, Yuka Sakazuki is on here. Yeah, you, the the picture with Sakazaki on there. Yeah. yeah. Kenya Okada. It says watch now for free. Really? Yeah, well, dude. Why is uh? That's cool. Fucking the dude from DDT is uh, MMA fighting again. Yeah, Shinya Oki. I saw that. I was like, whoa. Shinya Oki versus James Nakashima. That's kind of cool. I'd watch that. He's not even the main event. Do you think uh, Dino comes out and tries to kiss him? Maybe. <laughs> Drop makes him, makes him lose a legit shoot match, and then it sets up like Peter Pan twenty twenty one. Even though they <laughs> wrestled at the last Peter Pan, I don't know. I'm all about companies working with other companies. If WWE had to just randomly pick a company to work, the most egregious, outlandish company, who would it be? Big Japan <laughs> or Freedom is walking down. No freedoms, fuck it. So we get Masashi Takeda trying to stab somebody. So you want to see him and Miz in a death match, huh? That's all you want to see? Yeah. Bastard. Oh, that'd be great. He dies. So Ryan's predicting new champions. I'm predicting a hope not, but like you said, Shizaki's got to lose sometime, even though, again, after he loses, what is he going to do? That's the only question there. So we shall see. Within a couple of hours here, of course, you can purchase uh, Noah Back to Budokan on Fight TV there. I believe it's only $19.99. Uh, right uh, young Lions right now, too. Yasutaka Yano and Kai Fujikara, uh, uh, Fujimura. So this will be fun. Nice, nice. Also, don't forget, uh, just also in a uh, less than 24 hours, I believe about like 20 hours, uh, Twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio Pro Wrestling Summit. What week three of the S1, correct? Yes, sir. Don't forget to also purchase your S1 tournament shirt 2021. A tremendous red shirt with the awesome S1 logo, checkered flag, and all uh, designed by one half pint. Former, formerly of the Strong Style Media. Uh, I'm sure we're going to do a pop culture sometime soon. I think he's been trying to reach me for over a month. I apologize, Kyle. Life is busy. I'm so, so sorry, but I'll be chatting with you soon there. But also, ProWrestlingTees.com slash WrestleCast. Nine designs, Ryan. We're allotted only a few, but we got nine because we'd be selling shirts. Thank you for that impulse sale over by Pro Wrestling Tees over on Super Bowl Sunday. I believe we, we sold about six to ten shirts there, so that is awesome. Thank you, the fans and listeners, for the support. Fred Durst, especially you, you sexy mofo. Um, also, don't forget to wherever you pod your cast. We got to work on this, Ryan. Uh, you have to search Strong Style Media. Unfortunately, not WrestleCast Radio, unless you see the big orange S there. But Strong Style Media, please review and rate the show. That tremendously helps. We are within 
the Top 150 Wrestling Podcast on Apple. So please, any and all and all of our groups or friends, you don't even have to have uh, an iPhone. You could just create a random Apple ID account. Just takes a few seconds. Leave a review. That'll hopefully uh, help get our numbers and get some more people since we are definitely reaching upon uh, you know, the big 80,000 listen. Yeah, I said that. What? Get on that blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media or again, wherever you pod your cast, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podbean, not you, Stitcher, because you suck, even though I listen to you for everything else. Um, <laughs> so again, strong style media, type that into your Google machine. Please rate, review, subscribe, download, share at WrestleCast underscore SSM over on Twitter. I'm just happy I got two days off. Also, we got NXT TakeOver on Sunday. We were going to preview that, but I am tired. Ryan, what else do you got, sir? Uh, tomorrow night, Kento Miyahara and Katsuhiko Nakajima is one of the big matches. Uh, so everybody who's into the S1, also Goshiyazaki Kano, Suwama Kanosuke Takashita, and Takashi Sugera versus Kota Ibushi, all with A-block action. And then in the B-block, Ben K versus Will Ospreay, Eita versus wow. Naruki Doi, Ilya Dragunov against Kaito Kiyomiya, and Adam Cole versus Kaito Kiyomiya. Seriously, Ilya Dragunov versus Kaito Ishida. These matches are a tremendous watch, but what makes them is Ryan's commentary, his interactions with the fans over on the uh, feed there. Uh, but truly, truly, uh, some really, really like great matches. We're like, holy shit, this is going to be my, oh, this is a different league. You know, it's not something, you know, that we can easily watch, but definitely give it a watch uh, over on twitch.tv slash WrestleCast Radio. Uh, get the archives, but also live every Friday, 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's awesome, awesome watch. You can always. Uh, put in your two cents. It's a fun, volatile, friendly, uh, you know, crowd over on the chat there. And again, Ryan doing tremendous, tremendous work. Hopefully uh, him and I can get that Apex uh, company up and running here into April uh, during Mania weekend. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Stay tuned for me. Ladies and germs, this has been a WrestleCast Radio episode of 179. He is the big dong. Ryan Cook, ladies, he is single. Watch out. Clickety clacks. That's all I'm going to say. Ask his formers because they will tell you they are sore, but it is well worth it. I am not the technical one, but I am the man with the sound, with the trust. Yes, I am Alex Mello, your ultimate pop culturist. We are out. And please, please, please go get those damn Lady Gaga Oreos. They are and delicious and we bid you adieu